0: All right, we are rolling here. Welcome to Gather Party Podcast. I'm your host, Kevin, a husband, dad, lifelong gamer, and I'm joined by my friend Dylan this uh, month. Howdy. How's it going, Dylan? Doing all right. Yeah. Okay. Uh, That's good. Dylan is not a dad, but daddy to some. I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> I try. <laughs> um, Um, But this is Gather Party Podcasts. This is a podcast for friends, uh, where I bring on a new friend each month, and we talk about uh, games we're playing right now, uh, some interesting news stories in the world of gaming, uh, sometimes other random topics, uh, but mostly centered around uh, gaming, a little bit of movies, and just kind of whatever our interests are. Dylan, we are uh, two months into 2023 now. How are the New Year's resolutions holding up? Not well. (laughs) Did you make any New Year's resolutions? Absolutely Are you that not. type of guy? No, <laughs> me either. I don't really make I, any I,
1: either. I spoiled that one already. So, no, no, no resolutions. Just uh, trying to keep my head down and push through the the year again.
0: <laughs> yeah, I um, I don't really set New Year's resolutions either because I feel like if you want to change something, you could just do it whenever. Right. Yeah,
1: exactly. <laughs> why Why does it need to be um, at the start of the year? Yeah.
0: Why Why not? I get people like you know things like. You know, the year begins. It feels like a good starting point to yeah, try something like new. Like new
1: year, new me. But the future's now. <laughs> why, why wait?
0: Yeah, and I also have found that it helps if you don't set any goals for yourself, uh, so you can't fail and you can't feel bad about it. So that's also why. That's I the avoid healthy them. amount of
1: pessimism you
0: need. <laughs> yeah. So uh, I didn't set any New Year's resolutions either. If you were to set one, what would it be? Oh. That's a good question. I guess, uh, it would be to, uh, continue this podcast throughout <laughs> the year of 2023 and not give up. Well, uh, that's
1: the features now and you're now you're doing it right now actively. Yeah,
0: so. I am actively still working towards <laughs> it. So I'm still meeting my new year's resolution. Excellent. Uh, how else have things been going with you, Dil?
1: Good. Um, work's still busy as ever. Um, construction never seems to stop and you would think with the Covid stuff and the supply issues, things would slow down, but it really hasn't. Um, Covid didn't affect housing or anything. Um, it's mostly the interest rates are raising, and so housing slowing down, but the commercial side still going pretty strong. Um, we're actually building apartments like just down the street from here, so and that's been going on for about a year, and that's about wrapping up. So on to the next project.
0: Now, what from about there. AI? Are you worried about AI taking your job uh, in the future?
1: No. <laughs> not 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 my field um what does concern me is uh deep fakes uh deep fakes are becoming extremely like representative like act, like to to a t of like like you know political figures and stuff like that and uh no one s- seems to uh you know fact check their themselves anymore so they're gonna probably probably see some deep fake uh of a politician they love or hate and kind of adhere to that and write it out it's, it's gonna be a mess now but, um, you're worried
0: about deep fakes or politicians or are you worried about yourself uh, being a victim of a deep fake uh, video not myself
1: I think it'd be awesome <laughs> if I saw a deep of me I'd be like oh wow <laughs> I don't know what circumstances would bring me yeah being deep faked but no it's just like the like the politics and you know all that fun stuff with deep fakes is dangerous um, it's funny in memes but Some people can't seem to separate reality from a deep (laughs) fake.
0: Yeah. Um, That's funny because I I found a story that I was going to share, but I ended up not. But it was about a deep fake of Todd Howard that uh, came out recently that was uh, a video of him saying that the new Elder Scrolls six was going to feature like uh, <laughs> profanity and nudity and just said like wild things about the game and like swear. And, and he was like swearing and, and cussing in the video. And so that's people awesome. were just losing their minds, but it was all just a deep. Yeah. Of, of, it wasn't actually him.
1: I mean, that's like case in point. So like, if you mix that with politics and that's just even more crazy. Yeah. But I, I like a good deep fake. I like, a, there's a lot of video game ones out there on TikTok and Instagram where Biden and Trump are playing video games like Minecraft and they're arguing with each other and those are pretty funny. <laughs> so and,
0: and who did you vote for?
1: Undisclosed. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Yeah. Yeah, or discussed. We'll that. <laughs> yeah, no. I don't vote. I don't believe in it. So, <laughs> now
0: anyway. Uh, how's uh, Mrs. Robinson doing? She's good that's good still loves shout me out
1: it. to her for letting you <laughs> yeah. uh, come here tonight. still still loves me <laughs> even though i sometimes i feel like i don't deserve her love but uh here i am so
0: oh that's sweet we'll yeah. leave that in there just for her do you think she'll listen to this episode
1: she said she would we'll see i'm gonna <laughs> quiz her i'm gonna drop like little little bits here and there and i'm gonna quiz her on it what i say in the first segment There you she go. she doesn't answer it <laughs> i'll know I'll know, Tony.
0: Yeah, no, we'll be lucky if anyone uh, other than the people in this room listen to this.
1: Yeah, well, at least I'll listen to it again, (laughs) even though I was here. Yeah.
0: (laughs) Speaking of listening, this episode is brought to you by no one. So I don't have any sponsors yet. Yeah. But I forgot to give him a shout out in episode one that this episode is made possible by my friend Jameson because I am using his equipment right now. JMO. (laughs) JMO. Uh, to record this episode, so I forgot to give him thanks in the first episode. But without his uh, microphones, this episode wouldn't be happening right now, or at least it wouldn't sound as good as it does. It would, you know, be recorded on maybe like my computer speaker and microphone, and it would sound really bad. Thanks, so, JMO. You're here in
1: spirit. <laughs> you got your fingerprints on it.
2: You must gather your party before venturing forth.
1: All right, Kevin, what video games are you playing today?
0: Today, I sadly didn't get to play any. (laughs)
2: So, yeah. okay, well, like, <laughs> but <laughs> fatherhood, uh, yeah.
0: This month though, uh, I tried a few different things. I got to play uh, some new games. I uh, got to play Atomic Hearts for a little bit. I also played Atomic Heart. Oh, nice! Just for what month. do you think of it so far?
1: I played the first like thirty minutes of it.
0: I actually okay. I got a little further than you. Then, yeah, um, but not much. I was yeah, about an hour I, and a half I,
1: in. I played it last night just for this podcast,
2: <laughs> just oh. to get a little taste of it. So I had something just to, to get talk some about. Content in. Yeah. But
1: uh, I was actually surprised at the art style that i like i really like the art style and like just like the, the the world setting too like you know post-world war ii it was like 1955 or something yeah. or maybe 59 but uh just like the soviets are like have so much power and like so much capital it's just awesome like little floating sky cities and stuff like that
0: yeah i'm interested to learn more because it takes place in like this uh well it starts off in like a utopian yeah ussr won the cold war and like became this superpower so i'm interested to i'm sure there's going to be some background that you find out about how they won the cold war and stuff so that'll be interesting
1: yeah like immediately i went for like because when you're walking like the first part part there's like a little monument and you can go read the the things and it kind of clued in a little bit a, a couple things what happened but
0: Oh, the you know yeah. i know what part you're talking about and i just ran past it really <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah because i was curious i was like oh look like when you look at things it, it brings up subtitles in english when you're looking at like russian signage yeah. and stuff like that so it was cool i was like, okay well they, they had like a couple things like uh um the uh, the nazis released this super virus and like it was a big deal and like a bunch of like russian scientists got together i guess soviet scientists got together and like cured the, the plague and everything and you know, they essentially won World War II in in this uh, alternate universe, alternate timeline. But um yeah, it was it was interesting that they already were filling so much uh backstory in like just the first thirty minutes. So yeah. I'm interested in seeing what happens.
0: Yeah, and I was getting uh real Bioshock uh, Infinite vibes from it because the kind of Bioshock is making yeah, kind heard of that the same comparison. start. I was just gonna say I really liked Bioshock, so those were some of my favorite fps games
1: i never got to play bioshock
0: any of them really no wow.
1: no none of them and like i always wanted to but i just never did it but um i was going to say with everything being so controversial these days have you heard about the controversy around atomic heart
0: uh no i haven't
1: so atomic hearts made by a studio based in russia okay. and uh i mean given the conflict it's right now you, it, right? it's already controversial. in Russia. <laughs> Yeah, so yeah, it's made in Russia, so therefore, like, if you're buying the game or Microsoft buying the rights to the game for Game Pass, uh, essentially they're fueling the the war machine and against Ukraine. That's like the big thing right now. Everyone's talking about. Um, some people say it's a fake war, but we can get into that later.
0: <laughs> yeah, we probably won't get into that. <laughs> yeah, please
1: no. <laughs> um, but um, yeah, so I, I guess uh, the Russian government has like their their hands in like a lot of game development companies, and this one included, if not all of them. But, uh, so essentially like where pe- pe- people are saying, um, yeah, when you're buying this game, you're essentially supporting their government in turn, supporting their war machine. So, but that's the, that's the controversy. I think it's a bit of a stretch for myself,
0: but we're good though. Right. Cause we we're playing it on game pass. So yeah, my hands are clean. <laughs> I didn't buy it. Microsoft yeah, bought I it. I only, I only paid $1 <laughs> to play it this month. <laughs> what a deal. <laughs> something that so i'm about a little bit further than you maybe like an hour and a half into the game and one thing that i don't know if they meant for it to be like this but the protagonist is uh his voice lines are just really absurd uh really vulgar and it's almost it almost reminds me of like a, a duke Nukemesque yeah kind of protagonist where he just like yeah insults everyone that he talks every
1: to. and like it's so like just out of nowhere half the time it's like really awkward sounding yeah because <laughs> it's
0: it's almost like he's saying it in his head, and the yeah. people aren't hearing it. Right. Because <laughs> he says, like, the most absurd things. I know, so. And out of, like,
1: out of left field, it's like, oh, you effing suck. It's like, <laughs> okay. You smell like whatever. It's like, okay. Yeah. But uh, uh, I think that comes from... They're probably, like, Russian sayings that don't translate well,
0: maybe. Maybe. I don't know. But, and like, but at first, I was like, wow, this is, like, really bad writing. But the more... Uh, voice lines I heard of them, it kind of made me laugh, and then so yeah. I started to think maybe it was intentional. They made them like this, maybe.
1: Yeah, it doesn't fit the setting, yeah. but uh, yeah. yeah, I definitely picked up on that too. Like the um, yeah, the, some of the dialogue is kind of almost a borderline cringe. Yeah, <laughs>
0: yeah definitely. But
1: I, I liked it anyway. It's cool. Um, yeah. I like the combat so far.
0: Yeah. Um. So yeah, I'm excited. Hopefully this weekend, maybe tomorrow, I'll get to dive a little bit deeper into it. Anything else besides Atomic Hearts you've been playing?
1: Um, not anything. Well, actually, like I guess we can jump into it. The big one, Hogwarts. Oh, you've been playing Hogwarts, Hogwarts Legacy. Legacy. Oh, have, yeah, have you? Loved it. No, I haven't played it at all. Oh, you so. should. It's actually, <laughs> it's actually good. And I was like a little skeptical. I only got it because, uh, my wife loves Harry Potter and I was like, okay, like that's something we can do together. So I got it. And then, um, and I, my plan was only to play it like with her, but, uh, she would go to bed and I'd, I'd keep playing it like all night. It's, yeah. it's actually really good. Uh, the amount of detail they put into like building the world and everything and, and filling it to make it seem alive it's like it, it really blew me away and the combat's actually fun too you can like combo your your spell casts or whatever it's it's pretty cool
0: how's the uh, character customization
1: uh phenomenal actually like again it blew me away <laughs> like there's <laughs> so much customization customization in this game like things that you would never even think about There's a, it's not really a spoiler, but you do get your own room in the game and you can customize like the walls, the color of the walls, what time of day it is in your room chairs. You can place them anywhere in the, in the room you want. There's no like limits.
0: uh, So that's really neat. You
1: know, it's, it's way bigger than you need it to be. And it's essentially like your like your own, like little base. You can like build a, you know, like uh, potion brewing, little tables and research tables and do all this stuff in your room. Like you can make the room however you want. It's really cool.
0: Yeah, that's neat. Uh What kind of RPG player are you? are you? Are you someone who makes your character and tries to make them look like you and role play as that character, or do you yeah. make like an absurd character that looks ridiculous? I, or
1: I name all my RPG players after myself because I'm <laughs> unimaginative. <laughs> so when I get letters or whatever from like the courier in, in Skyrim, Mister Robinson, I'm like, Yep, that's me. Not yeah. The guy. I know I know some people like some of my buddies. They they create a character and like they build their own backstory to that character and like live that character. I I don't do that. <laughs> I just yeah. I just play I how I like. But um, how yeah. about yourself?
0: I usually build like a backstory for my characters. Oh really? Yeah. Or I will make them based off of other characters that I like. Oh, okay. Um, yeah. You know, like in Skyrim, like you know I'll make characters based on like characters from Lord of the Rings or other. Many, movies or books that i like how many characters have you made in skyrim yeah oh geez i don't know i have bought in the game like three different times and probably made uh anywhere between like 20 to to maybe 25 characters somewhere around there probably
1: i've made about 10 characters and they all end up being the same character <laughs> yeah
0: dylan robinson nord single <laughs>
1: single-handed sword and shield guy every time <laughs> yeah. i tried i tried doing something different each time and i can't i just I re, I resort back to the, the, the sword. yeah i
0: remember you were playing skyrim a while ago and i told you about some mods to try like the ordinator oh yeah uh, mod to include more perks mm-hmm. and it makes your builds a lot more uh, intricate yeah yeah Do um, did you ever try that
1: not that mod in particular i i like i like uh graphic mods most yeah I like it's an old game so you try to beautify it the best you can and there's only so many options on xbox anyway uh yeah kind of limited that way
0: but it's cool we got something at least you know something <laughs> you
1: can make the crabs into mr crab so that's cool yeah. that's all i needed <laughs> and the dragons into thomas the train yeah the, those are the only ones I, that that i needed
0: <laughs> back to hogwarts has mrs robinson played any hogwarts legacy or she, she just watches she play? just watches
1: she's i told her that there was like a story to it and like you can get into it i think I'm, I want to say it's a, it's a canon story. Um, like it's, you know.
0: It's before the movies. Yeah, uh, it's, like films. A, it's,
1: it's based in the late 1800s. Oh, okay. So a little, like a hundred years before like the Harry Potter movies. And I think they're canon, uh, but I'd have to check that out, actually.
0: Yeah, someone will have to ask uh, J.K. Rowling if yeah. it's uh, canon or
1: not. <laughs> Did you hear all the controversy? I, I heard the controversy <laughs> about that game. Which yeah. is... Which is moot because if the game features a trans woman uh, a bartender there's a trans woman that's a bartender that's actual character in the game and then you yourself can be a trans if you wanted to also and all the dialogue in the game is based around um non er, or yeah non-gender specific uh, is that the word non-specific gender
0: really so even if you uh, does it ask you for your gender when you create your character
1: i I don't remember but you can like pick a uh male or female, and then you can choose to use the opposite sex voice if you wanted. Um, all the dialogue in the game, it's like, you know, it's they or them. Uh, really? They never address you That's as like a him or her. So I, I think it's weird to call the game, if you, if, if you buy the game, you're, you know, quote, you're transphobic, but they fully support that in the game. You can be who you want to be. And there's like, you know, it's yeah. kind of, it's kind of redundant or a, a moot argument.
2: Yeah.
0: One, I feel like that would that would for like a role playing aspect that would kind of take me out of it a little bit if they didn't use uh, like pronouns yeah. that I identify as.
1: Right, I mean, like you think they would have asked you like, do you want to be addressed as him, her? Yeah. I mean, and then again, like then you have more cost and uh, you know the the dialogue studio mm. like recordings and stuff. They'd probably say, "Ah, oh, screw it." You know, everybody, you're they, them,
0: yeah, <laughs> young, but, and, uh, whatever they call you. Did you ever play uh, Tiny Tina's Wonderlands? No. Is it good? Uh, I mean, it's uh, a fun little romp. If you like Borderlands, you'll like it. I only did like one playthrough of it and a little bit of the end game it wasn't as good as borderlands yeah that's what uh, i
1: heard it wasn't as good as the other ones but
0: but they did the same thing as far as your character's Mm -hmm. gender was very ambiguous and it was even like during the character customization it was like the the labels for things was like this body or this body it's just like this one or that one and then the voice line the voices you know aren't male or female voices just like generic voices so you could choose any um for any character um And uh, there was a lot of... I mean, Borderlands is known for being very inclusive in their games. And so a lot of the characters in Wonderlands 2, gender was a little Mm. ambiguous.
1: How old is Tiny Tina in this one? This is like way past, like um, chronologically speaking, like it's way past uh, the Borderlands game, right? Isn't she like an adult?
0: Yeah, I think in like the Borderlands 2, she was like 13 or 14 or something (laughs) like that. I think in Wonderlands, she is like... Maybe early twenties. Hmm. I don't even know if it ever tells you what her age is.
2: Yeah, probably for that. It seems like she's like
0: that. a teenager, early twenties. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, interesting.
1: Is it the same voice actor, actress? Uh,
0: you know, I couldn't tell a difference, but I didn't like look it up oh, okay. or even know who the original voice well, actor. If of it Tiny sounds, Tina this, was. if
1: it sounds the same, that's all good with me because I, I like the voice actress in the. In the oh film. yeah, I'm Hilarious. pretty sure it is.
0: I just don't know off the top of my head if they use the same one or not. But it sounds like Tiny Tina.
1: Have you played um, High on Life?
0: Uh, no, I haven't. You should. Yeah, that's, I said, uh, I'm going to say that yeah. a lot. It, but, um, um, it's on my... I want to play it. I just haven't gotten around to it. There's too many other games that keep coming out, and that one, sadly, did, is getting, starting did, to get buried. Did
1: you hear the controversy? <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
0: I heard, heard about that. Justin yeah. Roller, too. Yeah,
1: yeah, there's always... It's always something... Yeah, there's a lot of games with controversy
0: it's, right now. It's not. Yeah, It's, it's almost f- like people just get, well, yeah, Justin you, Rollins is uh, that's justified a, anger. Yeah, that's,
1: <laughs> a, that's a justified anger. You, you can't appease everybody, yeah. unfortunately. I was,
0: was going to say it seems like people just are getting outraged over, you know, anything. But, yeah, Justin yeah. Rollins was a pretty bad, uh, pretty messed up. We
1: have it too good. Scenario. we got to come up with our own problems. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but, um, uh, but, yeah, I do want to play high on life. I mean, I heard uh, it was a uh, fun uh, story. Um, but the gameplay left a little to be desired, but
1: yeah, you know, like the hmm. one thing i really liked about that game is if you like that sense of humor, like you're going to have a good time. So that's one thing. If you don't like Rick and Morty, you're not going to like the game because it's just, it's yeah. the humor is the exact same. Um, so if you don't like that, you're probably not going to like the game because the, the gameplay is just meh, the story is you know, whatever, but it, it, the game really shines on the humor and that's, that's really the only thing it has going for it. <laughs> No, that's not true. There's a lot of, sorry. There's a lot of like Easter eggs and stuff in the game, like little little details, and it, like you have to keep looking for them because like it makes other jokes funnier when you like yeah. recognize it. Um, there, and um, the the other thing that game shines a lot in is uh, the you you going out of your way to talk to NPCs in the game because that's like where like the funniest jokes are. If you're mm-hmm. like keep talking to them, otherwise like you miss a lot of the the funny jokes if you don't. Uh, oh, yeah. Uh, but in terms of gameplay, like, the game does keep it fresh throughout the game. Um, each weapon you get, they're called Gatlions. That's, like, the, they're they're all uh, aliens mm-hmm. that are guns. And um, they all have their personalities and stuff. But um, each gun will have, or Gatlian, will have its own, like, uh, ability. And some of them are ways to traverse around the map. Just other um, fighting styles, too. And uh, there's other perks and stuff. But... It doesn't give you all of them at the start. It, you kind of acquire one as you go like every couple hours throughout the game. And it keeps it fresh, and that's what I really like about that game too. So,
0: I remember people being concerned. Now, I know the game's been out for a while now, uh, but I try not to watch a ton of uh, videos on games that I know that I'm going to try in the future. Yeah, um, the But same. I remember when I watched <clears throat> the first gameplay reveal for it, everyone was all worried that the talking guns would get old quickly because uh the gun was I, just like making comments the entire time i was afraid time. of that
1: too yeah and uh no it they don't the they, there's a couple quips that you hear repetitive or um you know some of them can get repetitive but they're not like cringy or anything some of their some of the some of them are funny but uh that never really occurred throughout the game is it's fine
0: is there an option to turn it off can you have the guns not say anything i think, or I think there is
1: I think there is. Okay, that's I good. think. Not... The, yeah. I <laughs> Who can't knows? check. I haven't played in a. <laughs> I haven't played in a while because it's one like single player games for me. Like once you play through it, you're kind of done with it. Yeah. Unless it's a really good game, but I'm not gonna listen to the same jokes again. <laughs> right. <laughs> I already heard yeah, them. Yeah, it definitely
0: seemed like a one and done kind of yeah.
1: game. And uh, they did s- set it up for a sequel through some Easter eggs that you can find. But uh, since uh, Justin got canned. I don't yeah. think there will be a second one now.
0: Yeah, I don't know what's going to happen with the show, Rick and Morty. I don't know how much he was. I know he was the voice actor of a lot of the characters. I don't know. I know he was a writer, too, but I don't know how involved in the writing he was. Um, if he was, like, the, the main contributor. Because yeah. there's one other guy, right? It's him and another guy that were partners? Well, I think I, so. I could be wrong. but Yeah, I don't know. I don't know either. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. I don't know. I'm not like a huge Rick and Morty fan. It's an enjoyable yeah, show. Yeah, I, I can't don't. like sit there
1: and binge it all day. Yeah. If it's on, I'll watch it. I don't tend to go out of my way. Yeah. Um. Like I said, it's not for everybody. <laughs> yeah. You're just What's not a. It? You're just not a genius. Your IQ's not big enough. to
0: Yeah. That must be it. I love Futurama though. I could binge Futurama's Futurama. Is amazing. <laughs> yeah. That show is there. actually like quality. So people, when it first came out, compared it to that. So I was really excited for it. Oh, uh, no,
1: yeah, they're way too different. <laughs> yeah. Rick and Morty is like vulgar and this and this and this, but yeah. like uh, Futurama is a little bit more precise in their jokes. <laughs>
0: yeah. Almost like uh, uh, the Simpsons compared to yeah. Family Guy, even though Family Guy is a really good show too. Yeah, better yeah. than Rick and Morty. Yeah, uh, but. let's see what else. Uh, I've been pl- I played the demo for uh, Marvel's Midnight Suns because I was really interested in that one when I heard about it because it was made by the people who made XCOM and I really liked the XCOM games. And I love turn-based games, and I love card strategy yeah. games, so it seemed like it incorporated all those things. So
2: yeah,
0: they released a three-hour demo you can play, Ooh. the game. So I played that this month, and it was pretty fun. I It's definitely a game that hopefully in the future I'll get to play through. I don't know if I'll do it right now or buy it at full price right now. That's I think 60? it released for 70 but I think 70? it's on sale right now. I got an email that it's uh, not a, was on sale. It's so. not
1: a console title, is it? Steam? Uh no it is it's on oh really it's sure. on
0: PC and consoles. Well, um time yeah, to waste more it money. was uh <laughs> the combat sure. system was a lot of fun. Um, you know it's turn based and it also has uh uses like a card system. So you you get like a random uh, shuffle of cards that each of the person in your team can use. Um, and then as you progress through the game, you unlock new cards and things like that. So the combat was pretty fun. One thing that I'll say that was uh, the character customization did leave a little bit to be desired. Uh, wasn't very in depth, Damn. and you just kind of pick like a base. You pick from like a few face structures, and then some, yeah. a few hairstyles, and that's pretty much it. So that left a lot to be desired. And visually, the game did not look very good. The cutscenes uh, were kind of the where you could tell um, it almost looked like. I mean, it just like wasn't optimized. For the Series X or mm. PS5, the combat, the, the gameplay uh, graphics look pretty good. I mean, they're very like bright and colorful and vibrant, and you know the animations look really good, but the cutscenes, you uh, just visually didn't look very good, uh, which is a bummer. But other than that, I know good graphics uh, don't make a great game, um, but so the game was really fun.
1: Yeah, graphics are good for immersion, though. Yeah, like I like to be immersed in a in a world, and graphics definitely do like play a part in that to a degree. Have you played or do you like real time strategy games?
0: You know, I haven't played one in a long time. I like them. Um, Yeah, I don't know what the last the last RTS I might have played was probably like Battle from Little Earth on like the 360 and PC. Dang, that's that's a while. So it's been a long time. Yeah. Uh,
1: Well, Age of Age of Empires 2 got remastered.
0: Yeah, I saw that. Um, Uh, I was thinking about downloading it, but I don't know if I have time to play through it.
1: Yeah, it's a game you have to commit to for a bit. I did play Um, the original
0: Age of Empires too on PC, yeah, way back then. Yeah, my brother was uh, a big uh, fan of Age of Empires, Uh, so we played through them. I
1: never played it until like now when it got remastered because it's on Game Pass and you know it's free. Why not? Well, through your subscription, but yeah, uh, why not try it out? (laughs) So, uh, and one of my buddies, uh, you know, XX Bootsy XX cooper yeah he was like you gotta play it, you gotta play it, you gotta download it so we downloaded and we were playing it i loved it and then he's like and then he stopped playing it <laughs> and so uh, i've, I've I, i'm now i'm trying to get him to play it with me because there's multiplayer and you can go yeah whatever wars against other
2: people <laughs> yep <laughs> america uh, no that's
0: uh i'll definitely download it and hopefully if we're ever on at the same time then i'll hop on and just jump straight into it
1: cold f- <laughs> no <laughs> after uh that, 15 years and, uh, of not playing it <laughs> dude i was so, i was because so, i loved halo wars and that's another rts and that uh, and that's like completely basic and sim- simplified compared to like age of empires and so learning like more complex complexity in that it, it's been fun yeah
0: and i actually lied the last rts game i played would have been uh, starcraft 2 i did uh, dabble in that in college and my brother was a big fan of starcraft too so i was never very good at it i'm never i wasn't ever good at rts games uh, but they were fun to play
1: yeah i, I just like watching like a civil civilization grow in front of you that like you're actively doing yeah. so like uh, I, I i just go for like straight like resource management i'm trying to build up like a city and like build walls around and uh, all the all the armies built up and just a, a wave of infantry going to like the enemy base is just awe inspiring. Sometimes yeah. it's beautiful.
0: Yeah. What's cool about Age of Empires is it's not it's the resource management and then there's also uh, you know the combat, but then there's also like the kind of survival aspect to yeah. it of having to gather things and. But um, like so yeah,
1: I was like watching like pro players like just get an idea of like what they do for like getting their resources and dude they have it to it like science. They have, it's down to a T, like what they do. Yeah, they they it's nuts. There's like cool speed runs you can watch, and it's it's nuts. Like speed running to like the medieval age or whatever it is, or it's nuts.
0: Yeah, the skill ceiling on RTS games is insane when you watch the pro players. Yeah, I was play like,
1: them. oh, I'm pretty good. Let's go see what these guys. And it's like, oh, wow. <laughs> yeah.
0: Well, on console world. too, it's a lot different because you're uh, using a controller. Yeah. You know? you're quite limited no one's no no professional players no. are playing an rts game Absolutely on a controller not. no um, how does it play on a controller
1: like i said it's kind of like it's kind of complex trying to like w- navigate through the menus and stuff yeah. like that through a, through a controller and honestly it's
0: yeah. not good because yeah shortcuts are like a huge thing in rts games right. to be able to like hot hit keys. one key yeah, yeah and do something <clears throat> so that, that was always a challenge when i played uh Battle for Middle-Earth on the 360s mm. is pretty hard to navigate things. made it, It's not that big of a deal when you're just playing through like the campaigns, but yeah. when you start to do multiplayer... Yeah, or you have to be start, quick. And, yeah, that's yeah. when you start to really notice it.
1: Yeah, that's when I learned that I actually suck at the game. Yeah.
0: But that's so funny. Yeah, Age of Empires 2 is getting this kind of... Uh, resurgence. Resurgence, yeah. yeah. I mean, it was an amazing game. It, people were still playing the original one. Before this remake even came out, but That's crazy. yeah, so many new people are getting introduced to it now. How many Age of Empires games are there? Oh, at the top of my head, I can't remember. There might be uh, four. That's what I
1: think.
2: Mm. Uh,
0: there was uh, there was Age of Empires three, and then I can't remember if it was an expansion to the third one, but they made like an Age of Empires mythology uh, kind of edition. Okay. I can't remember if that was a a new a whole new game or if that was just an expansion to the third one, but. Yeah, Yeah, there's several titles.
1: Yeah, there's four main games, at least. I just looked it up. Oh, there we go. I looked for a fifth, and they said, (laughs) nope, nothing.
0: So that'll be cool to see if they remaster any more. There's a real trend right now of everyone just remastering games, so... I I know. I guess we ran out of ideas. (laughs) (laughs) Fun ideas. uh, I mean, mean, there's really awesome games that are old that... I mean, Age of Empires was still pretty fun, uh, but it was, I mean, visually it aged quite a bit. Yeah,
1: and like... I kind of similar vein but like i I love playing old games that I grew up with still hmm. oh, oh as opposed to like new ones yeah I, I just don't know why but like those older games like hold me in longer and they're more there's they're just more fun to me long they're they're more fun for a longer time than like a new game I'll pick up a new game burn through it and like after two weeks or three or you know a month i'm'm I'm, I'm tired of it yeah but I can go back to an old game that I love and like I'll play the story over and over and over again yeah I don't know about you
2: but
0: yeah I was I used to be like that a lot I used to have several games that I would uh, play through uh, at least like once a year they Mm -hmm. were just favorites from my childhood a lot of Elder Scrolls games like three and four I used to play through those and then some of Bioware's older uh, Mm -hmm. games like the Knights of the Old Republic series I would play through those yeah Uh, Now I don't as much anymore because I don't have as much time. And so, and now trying to do this podcast, I feel like I have to play things that are like (laughs) relevant. Uh, So I try to play things that are more newer and I don't replay as many old games anymore. But yeah. And yeah, so what else? There's something else about Marvel Midnight Suns. Oh, it was super, um, super full of like comic book character lore. I mean, obviously it's a superhero game. Are they like Um, deep,
1: deep lore characters or? Yeah, there's some deep
0: cuts in there. Um, I'm not, like, a mega Marvel fan, but he, it was entertaining learning about the characters in the demo, hmm. and the gameplay is, so outside of the combat, you're kind of in, like, this uh, this headquarters hub, um, and you interact with all the different heroes that are part of the Midnight Suns, and it has a lot of RPG elements, like, you have these conversations with them, and based on your responses, it affects, like, your relationship with each of the heroes, Oh no and way. so some things that you choose, will you know, show you, like, they didn't like that, or they did like that, and you can kind of build relationships with the heroes to like learn more about them. And I'm sure it impacts the game too. I'm sure there's like abilities and stuff that you unlock as you. So that was really cool. And then it just seemed like, uh, there was tons of lore for people that are, are into that. So if you're a big comic book, uh, Marvel fan, uh, I'm sure the game is going to be amazing to you. Um, so yeah, I had a lot of cool stuff and other than, you know, visually the cutscenes not being like super impressive, I think it was like a really cool game. And, it was really cool that you know this company tried to do something a little bit different cuz I feel like uh, superhero games have been really bad lately. Yeah. <laughs> um, other than like I haven't played it but other than like the PS5's uh, Spider-Man that I know has pretty yeah. pretty good reviews. But all these other I mean Gotham Knights was pretty bad. Dang. And it seems like most superhero games like try and follow this formula of like open world, grindy, co-op, almost like gameplay.
1: an RPG. Uh, almost like an RPG game too. Yeah. I've seen a couple like that. Yeah, I, my favorite game. superhero game was uh, Spider-Man 2 on, like, the OG consoles.
0: Nice. I play, I didn't play Spider-Man 2, but I played Spider-Man 1. That mm-hmm. was also on the, on the yeah, PS2 I, and GameCube. I, I love
1: that game, too. That, yeah. that was one of my first
0: games. Yeah, that one was really... I think because that one was kind of, like, semi-open world.
1: Yeah, like, they had, like... Um, They like, they had levels, but like levels were big enough where you can kind of like roam about the level and then like you progress to like a new quote level and it's a little bit more open world. So instead of like having like the entire map available, like you would go through like different loading screens from like what I remember.
0: Spider Man has always had really good games. I don't know, this might be too old, but did you play the Spider Man games on the PlayStation? They're on the and they're on the Nintendo sixty four too. Oh dang. Sixty four yeah. then no. <laughs> I don't think it. Uh, no, yeah, those ones are really fun. Uh they're kind of based on the animated Spider Man show. I thought it was amazing cool. Spider Man. Yeah. But yeah, they were really fun games and that had tons of like alternate costumes you could unlock and stuff. So I remember Ooh. playing through those a lot as a kid, one and two. Um but yeah, I, I liked the Spider-Man uh, 1 that was released based on the movies yeah. for the GameCube and, and PS2 and Xbox. And I remember you could, uh, after you beat the game, you could play as uh, the Green, Green Goblin. Goblin. Yep. And that was a lot of fun. <laughs> yeah, I know. You
1: had like the little, the, the, the little pumpkin grenades you'd yeah. throw at people. you um, could fly around the levels. Yeah, his, that was uh, so cool. Yeah, uh, I do remember that. <laughs> and I was really disappointed that they didn't carry that into Spider-Man 2, which... I understand why they didn't, because Green Goblin wasn't featured <laughs> yeah. in the movie. But um, that game was an actual, like, quote, well, it, not even a quote. It was an open-world game, like, the first I knew of, Spider-Man 2. Mm-hmm. It was cool, because, like, instead of, like, Spider-Man 1, like, when you were web-swinging, it would just kind of, like, play an animation. You'd, you know, swing through this you know, the little level. Nothing really attaching to, like, buildings and stuff. But Spider-Man 2 featured, like, le- more, like, legitimate web-swinging, sw- swinging, like, your webs would have to attach to, like, a building as you went. And, like, I thought that was so cool for being, like, an OG console, too. Like, looking back. Yeah. Yeah. And then, like, all, like, little mini-games you'd play, like, delivering the pizza. <laughs> little pizza music would play when you're delivering pizza.
0: Yeah. Just random question, though, now that... Because I talked about PlayStation and Nintendo 64. What were some of the first video game consoles that you played?
1: Um, so, the Xbox... OG Xbox was my first console. But I also remember playing nintendo 64 at uh kenny corner like a little place Excuse what'd you say kenny corner kenny corner kenny corner what the heck is that it's uh like a preschool like basically daycare (laughs) like your parents would dump you off
0: okay and they
1: had a nintendo 64 and uh i played the the first couple games i remember playing were uh um what's that It's, it's it's a mario game with the uh you jump through the paintings
0: it's the Super Mario. Yeah. 64. But, okay, it is.
1: It is called Super. Okay, I yeah. was like, it was in my mind. Yeah, Super Mario 64 was like one of the first games I played, and the uh, Star Wars uh, shoot.
0: There's a lot of Star Wars games yeah. on the Nintendo 64.
1: It's the Pod Racing game.
0: Oh yeah, Pod. Yeah, I had yeah uh, Star Wars Pod Racer. Mm-hmm.
1: Star Wars Pod Racer, and that game was cool. Yeah. And, but uh, as far as like my first console was the OG Xbox, and my first games were uh, Project Gotham Racing. It's um, funny.
0: Yeah, I had Project Gotham Racing on the original Xbox too.
1: Yeah, it was fun. It was. I had that Good one.
0: soundtrack. That's what I oh, remember yeah. about that game the most was the soundtrack.
1: Uh, the next game I had was Tony Hawk Pro Skater 2X, and also a killer soundtrack. Yeah. <laughs> and I, th- I had one more game. It was either Halo, Combat Evolved, or the first Fable game. And those were my first three games.
0: Fable no, 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 was I lied. Really good.
1: I lied. It was not either of those games. It was Munch's Odyssey. Um Oddworld, like have you heard of that universe? Oh, yeah, yeah. So yeah, Oddworld and there's a character, well, you know Abe. Yeah. Abe. Okay, so Abe was a character in this game, and then another character, uh, Munch. And um but you you'd flip flop between these two characters throughout the game. And I think it was the first more 3D platforming game the Oddworld Odd World uh Odd Odd World came out with.
0: Yeah, they had one on the the PlayStation as well. I think a, it was, was a, it was a, was a, a 3D 2D? platformer too on PlayStation before that. Ooh. I didn't play it though, so I could okay. be wrong, but I remember. I know they had a, like a gameplay of mm-hmm. it back then. I know
1: they had like like a 3D, like well, like two and a half D, I guess that's what it's called, or was it like an actual like 3D game?
0: Yeah, I could be wrong, but I mean, we could pull it up and look at it. But I think it I'm was down 3D. to look it
1: up. Yeah, I love that game. I um, it's available through uh, I think it's through a. Uh, Backwards compatibility on Xbox. There's Abe's Odyssey. So that's a two and a half. I want to say Munch's Odyssey was the first 3D platformer. And then um, after that, I don't think they made another 3D platformer.
0: Oh, yeah, you're right. This is a. What'd you call it? Two and a half D? Yeah,
1: like. Yeah, two and a half D. I think that's what they call it.
0: It's funny. I played another Odd World game, um, Odd World Stranger, where you didn't play as Abe, but you were a bounty. Yeah, it was a a bounty FPS Hunter. game. Yeah. Was, and uh, then
1: you had like all like the the little what are they called fuzzles? Yeah. Yeah. It,
0: it reminded me actually a little bit of High on Life when you were talking about it. Because yeah. that's kinda had the same yeah, kind of same, gameplay. Same vibe. And, I mean you're a bounty hunter too, so it's the same yeah. thing as High On Life. But <laughs>
2: and you yeah, have guns that could talk. Those and, little and, yeah. uh,
1: those little fuzzles, the little like little hamburger looking dudes. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. They were like a very predominant uh gameplay element in Munch's Odyssey.
0: Oh, okay. But that was like the that was the only that's the only Oddworld game I've ever yeah. played. So I didn't play any of their main uh, their main installments.
1: You should look up the a trailer for munch's Odyssey just to see what it's like.
0: On uh, PS2, Is that what it was on? Sure. <laughs> they they probably remade it. That's why it says probably. PS4. The Twenty second Wait, video. This is, this is not it. Not it.
1: Mm-mm. Unless it's like a trailer. Oh, that's a tech demo?
0: No, the one I clicked on was mm. the top one.
1: I don't know. It wasn't like a Yeah, that looks more like the world. Don't remember that in the game. <laughs> but yeah, it's a, it's it's just a 3D game. Like 3D 3D platforming game with yeah. some puzzles to solve and some humor. The game follows a uh, a lot of parallels about uh like society too. Like the laborers and all that fun stuff. <laughs> yeah, you flip-flop between Abe and Munch and they both had their own abilities like Munch can swim and uh use the f- the fuzzles to like attack, you know, enemies and use this crane as Munch cuz uh I think they're called like the the cop gob- not goblins but one of the the main antagonists they uh, did experiments on the uh those old frog-like creatures and um, it, uh, Munch is the last one they 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 took all the whatever creature he is and they're using them as like or no no no, they're harvesting their eggs, and selling their eggs to eat like caviar, <laughs> and um, well Munch is the last one, and he's trying to find the very last can of eggs. The little what we'll just call them Munch, Munch's eggs, and uh, so this the whole game is about saving that little can of eggs, so they don't instead of being eaten, they they save them so they can repopulate.
0: <laughs> what a what a nostalgic feeling watching this is of. How games used to be. I know. It really gives me those... Uh, I didn't play Oddworld, but it gives me kind of the PS2 era of like uh, Jack and Daxter and Ratchet and Clank and yeah. those like adventure platform right <laughs> games. <laughs> those games are fun. They, yeah.
1: They, like, it, they don't make games like they used to. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, Munch's Odyssey. Did we talk uh, about Hi-Fi? I don't know anything about Hi-Fi. Yeah,
0: I've, Hi-Fi I've been playing Hi-Fi Rush too, and... Uh, i'm about i'm almost done with it i think Uh, i'm a good like seven eight hours into it now Um, oh wow that's a long
2: game (laughs) i think
0: the i can't remember how long it is but i don't think it's very long i think it's maybe like 12 to 13 maybe 15 hours
1: is it strictly a single player
0: uh yeah it is okay well then that's good then (laughs)
1: because a lot of like campaigns and shooters are only like four hours long five hours long
0: oh yeah anyway but what what is Uh, high Fire about it's uh, like an action platformer game, kind of similar to what uh, like Devil May Cry is—that uh, like hack and slash uh, adventure game—but uh, a little bit different because it's rhythm-based. So the whole game is based on uh, sick like, beats. Y- yeah, uh, where you have to, your attacks have to—you uh, have to try and sync them with the beat of the songs that are playing in the game. Uh, huh, that's that's cool. Yeah, it's really fun and um, interesting. You don't—I mean, you can you can play without matching uh the beat but Um, but like kind of i do because like i just kind of button mash to get through things (laughs) but when you uh when your hits are in sync with the music they uh you get like yeah you get like more damage and you know i don't know have you ever played like a devil may cry type game
1: i've watched gameplay
0: okay you 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 have like combos and you try and build up like hit counters and things like that so when you're in sync, you build up like higher scores on your combat rating and things like that. So, hmm. Like every combat encounter, it'll give you a rating for how much you were like in sync with, how many hits you took, how much damage you dealt, and things like that. Um, but it's a lot of fun. Um, what's, this, what's the world setting? Uh, so it takes place um, on this uh, island, um, and your characters dropped into it as part of this, uh, this program for um, kind of augmenting... Uh, people, uh, this company said it's created like a way to augment people to make them more like efficient, and um, especially if they have like missing limbs or things like that. Mm. You know, it can replace them. And so the main character signs up because he has, uh, I think, like a broken arm or something or limp arm. I can't remember what it was, but he goes through this augmentation process, and then uh, it gets. Uh, he's listening to a an uh, iPod during it, and uh, the iPod ends up getting. Uh, placed on him during the surgery so he gets oh, augmented <laughs> with the ipod he yeah, is ipod so he <laughs> hears the music the whole time that's why it's rhythm based because the main character is hearing music the whole time Damn. during the game can you uh, change the songs uh no he can't Just you have no control over the music <laughs> Damn it! <laughs> but it's a really good soundtrack it's actually interesting they used a lot of like um, alternative rock and kind of uh, oh no way yeah so there's a lot of like
1: uh, is uh, it is it like artists we know or is it like just like their own?
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's a lot of, uh, mainline artists. Uh, why can't I think of the name of, uh, it's kind of like, uh, blues alternative, really popular right now. And I can't think Shoot. of two brothers and they make, uh, I can't believe I'm drawing a blank. I on feel like I know right what you're now. talking
1: about, but I can't even think of it either.
0: As uh, <laughs> I feel like I have to like sing the song. Like I wanted love needed love most. Oh, of Oh, it's all. Uh, the Arctic monkeys. No. Black Keys. Black Keys. Yeah, there you yeah. go. So, and I there's Arctic them. Monkeys in there, too. So it's oh, a lot of like alternative rock and things like that. That'll, that'll definitely be cut cool. from the podcast when nah. you trying to sing that.
1: Nah, keep it.
0: <laughs> but I'm glad you were able to guess it. Yeah. I was like, but wait. yeah, those Black Keys are in there, Arctic Monkeys, and a lot of other bands, too. Cool. So, um, yeah, it's, uh, it's been a lot of fun. I, it was one they... So Microsoft did their developer direct in January... And so this was one of the games that they shadow dropped or the only game they shadow dropped. They announced it at the developer direct and then said it was being released that day. And Mm, so that's uh, cool. Yeah. And it was made by um, a developer called Tango and they made uh, Evil Within. So it's like a completely ah. different game. They made, like, several sur- uh, survival horror games. Right, yeah.
1: I've I played a couple of them, and they're, yeah. they were pretty cool. And uh, so
0: this is, like, a completely different thing. Uh, yeah. Because the wouldn't. art the art style is, like, a kind of, like, cartoony, kind of anime almost. Oh, Very, really? Yeah.
1: <laughs> okay, I'm going to have to check it out. Yeah. I've heard good things about it. I just had no idea what the game was about.
0: Yeah. High
1: Fi um, Rush a good game. I'm like, cool, good game.
0: Yeah, so I wanted to try it because, yeah, I got really good reviews and like, but people were saying it was like game of the year worthy uh, for Xbox. So that made know. me want to try it out. So, mm. we'll And I think, see. I think it was cool that they shadow dropped it too. Cause I feel like if they had like announced it earlier and like showed us clips of it, we probably would have said like, Oh, this is like a devil may cry yeah. clone or something like right. that. So it kind of gave it its own moment to shine. I think that really helped it out. Cool. Um, so yeah, I've been liking it a lot. I stopped, just to try Atomic Hearts, but I'll hopefully try and finish that one, uh, hopefully, uh, soon here. And then I'll try and move on, power through Atomic Hearts. <laughs> <laughs> I feel yeah. like right now there's just a ton of games releasing, so it's yeah, hard to it's keep up with everything. A lot of good games now. <laughs>
1: yeah. Like, there's like two, three years, like I just didn't care about what was coming out. But yeah. then, like, you know, mainstream titles, like, you know, Halo Infinite and uh, you know, stuff like that. But, like, there's actually like, A lot of cool new IPs coming out that I'm actually excited about.
0: Yeah, yeah. This, uh, I think, this is gonna be a really good year. I mean, 2020 uh, only had like a few titles that I feel like were really yeah (laughs) worth playing, and then like the one Cyberpunk was so hyped up. And like, did I say 2020? 2022 is what I meant. I think 2022.
1: What year is it? (laughs) But yeah, like there's like whenever Cyberpunk came out, like that was 2020, right?
0: Uh, yeah, I believe so
2: okay
1: but like yeah from then up until now like it just seemed like nothing good was coming out yeah there's like there's a few good games that actually came out that I had Microsoft flight simulator That's, <laughs> I don't I'm, I'm don't, biased I don't
0: play too many uh, flights yeah
1: but. I'm biased on that but uh the technology in that game is really impressive um, for instance like it uses a it it's a one-to-one scale the the world um, so like the time it takes you to fly from point A to point B in the in the game it's you know that's what it is in real life too but um it's not 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 about that that's nothing new that's been in you know flight sims forever what i really think is impressive is um it uses bing maps and then so it has all your your map data through that and then uh, i think it's black shark ai developed an ai that reads bing bing maps and generates 3d models into the game just from map data so like you can like literally fly over like your house and it'll be uh represented really well in the in the game world it's pretty pretty neat wow so um as long as the map data is like you know up to date and like some homes out here are newer than the map data they have yeah but um you know stuff like that that is just really techn- technologically impressive yeah that's really cool so if you, you should just check it out. Like, you don't need to be a, like, a pilot or anything to, like, know how to or learn how to fly in the game because it's it's just a game.
0: <laughs> yeah. I consider myself a pilot. Yeah. Yeah. Since I do have flying experience. You do? Yeah.
1: Yeah. With me. <laughs> When's <laughs> the last
0: time you flew an actual plane? Three years. Three years ago.
1: Been too expensive. Yeah. Bought a house. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, how, yeah.
0: How long do you think it'll be before you buy a plane?
1: Never. They're too expensive. <laughs> Dude, like uh planes from like the sixties, seventies that actually work and still fly, they're probably like sixty, eighty thousand dollars. It's crazy. Yeah. And like if you were to buy a brand brand new plane today, you're looking like between two hundred, three hundred thousand, four hundred thousand. It's uh it's just ridiculous.
0: <laughs> yeah, you've been paying that off for a while. Yeah. Yeah, for a while. <laughs> But um, how much money could you make owning your own plane?
1: I don't know. I really <laughs> probably not a lot. Um, do,
0: you, do you think you'd be able to make enough to cover monthly payments of owning a plane? No. <laughs> uh, like a brand,
1: like a brand new plane? No. One, I have to have my commercial license, and I, that's to not to be people, confused yeah. with you know an airline. Not to
0: smuggle people, though. Yeah, you, really uh, need you a commercial can, license.
1: I mean, maybe then you can afford the plane. <laughs> but um. Yeah, that's not not to be confused with like an airline transport pilot. That's something that's something different. That's like what you think, you know, the 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 common person will think. Oh yeah, commercial airline. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, commercial air, commercial pilot just means uh, um, you can go get a job doing anything like you know skydiving, um, you know aerial surveys, okay. um, stuff like that.
0: I'm um, thinking of those random guys in movies that always seem to own a plane and can help. Uh, people get to where they need to go in like really dangerous parts of the world <laughs> yeah. I
1: mean yeah you probably do that too yeah like uh, bush flying like uh, a lot of hunters in Alaska will do that yeah. they'll fly uh, people into like you know sandbars in Alaska make make okay money but probably I, mean, I guess they'd have to make enough money to uh, cover the cost of the plane <laughs> But yeah. um,
0: they're not doing that job for the money though probably so, not yeah. yeah, probably living in the plane too yeah <laughs> <laughs> but uh
1: it would be really cool to like get a plane and like fly charter to like like Mammoth or something like fly snowboarders up there just on the side that'd be kind of cool fly Mm -hmm. tours in Yosemite that'd be cool but alas can't do that next
0: time you want to go uh, take to the skies let me know yeah
1: I think this (laughs) is the year I get back into
0: it so we'll see alright I think that's it for games we're currently playing
1: (laughs) Kerbal Space Program (laughs) do you have
0: more? if you got more I'd love to
1: Uh, do you like physics?
0: Uh, well, I know what Kerbal Space Program is. Oh, have you been playing it recently? The, I, s- the I second one just released, right?
1: Early access, and yeah, early access program. And I haven't touched it yet. I've heard mixed reviews right now. Oh, okay. just because I mean it's early access, so everyone's complaining. Why isn't this game complete? It's because it's early access. Like you, you should, you should have known this was going to happen. But uh, Kerbal Space Program is great. I love that game. Um, it's always a challenge building, building things, building new things and uh learning how to be an engineer how to <laughs> solve problems like uh how do i how am i going to build like you know something on the moon and how to how how am i going to get it there piece by piece and then attach everything up you know when you finally get there if you get there um it's fun i like it should i talk more about it
2: no
0: you don't have to i, was, uh, okay. I don't know anything about it really i just know what oh. kerbal space program is I just know that it's a yeah. game about launching things in space. I
1: don't know why they made that game when the earth is flat. So
0: Yeah, that's true. So uh, I mean, that's what video games are for, imagining things yeah. that are Yeah. Uh, yeah, everyone aren't, knows. that aren't possible in real life, yeah. like rockets aren't even real. Like going into space and Yeah, that's landing down. on the moon. No. It doesn't doesn't work
1: <laughs> that way. Yeah. It, it, the Kerbal Space Program was made by the government to keep us down.
0: So <laughs> anything else you're playing
1: i think that's it i, I binged skyrim again
0: <laughs> did you pl- uh, play all the way through it
1: the thing i got up to where uh what's the uh their version of valhalla what, what is that oh, what is that it starts called? with an s i think
0: yeah s- sovnguard yeah sovnguard. Sovnguard. yeah i
1: got into <laughs> Guard and then i call it quits and i got hooked onto something else yeah. playing oh, that's a lot
0: impressive of- they that made it that far usually i'm Right now, Skyrim, it's like I get an idea for a character. I spend like 10 hours uh, trying to mod the game and create a load order and then uh, play for maybe two or three and move on. (laughs) Uh,
1: PUBG, I'm playing a lot of PUBG again. Nice. And they made a lot of progress on that game since i played.
0: Yeah, I've played recently. I've played since it became free-to-play. And yeah, it was a much Uh, more enjoyable experience. It's like 60
1: frames a second now. When did that happen? I would have played it, you know, more had I known. Yeah. But that game's fun. I like that game. It's a little dated at this point, but I enjoy that one.
0: I like PUBG for just the uh, risks factor in it. You know, a lot of uh, Battle Royale games now. A little uh, bit more uh, forgiving. Yeah. Yeah, Uh, PUBG. With, like, like reviving and things like that. Whereas PUBG, it's pretty hardcore.
1: in PUBG, there's there's a comeback arena now. Oh, really? Yeah. Like, just like the Gulag. Oh. Like, I mean, they ripped the gulag. Yeah, yeah, they have like a a gulag now. Essentially, oh, that's they, they they call it the comeback arena. And if both of you survive, both of you go, both of you go back in the game, which is kind of dumb. Yeah, it kind of defeats the purpose of it. Yeah, <laughs> I'd, I'd rather fight to to win back my rights back in the game. But, yeah. Um. So yeah, that's new to that game. There's a lot of new things on on that game. But I think that's I think that's all I'm
2: playing.
0: dill so it is february the month of love correct yeah uh it's a fake you, holiday <laughs> do you celebrate valentine's day
1: Nah. yeah not by choice but yeah <laughs> uh i mean i never celebrate, celebrated until tyranny uh i remember well yeah you yeah i remember
0: it's usually how it goes when you're single you don't celebrate valentine's day yeah
1: <laughs> <laughs> but uh yeah we do and uh yeah, you know, I'm I'm thankful for it. I guess it, um, you know, it's something special to do. I guess, I think the holidays, a fake holiday still, because <laughs> yeah. why? You don't need to express your love on one day of the year. You should. I'm I'm more of like a just because kind of guy. Should just you know make a dinner, a nice dinner, just just because, not not because, a, a day of the year told you to. But you know why not? You know, July third. Or, well, that's that's too close to <laughs> July Fourth. Let me let me let me try again. <laughs> also, go, not a, a real April, holiday. <laughs> April sixteenth. Why not April sixteenth? Make that a day. Yeah. Make April seventeenth. Sure that is a
0: holiday somewhere.
1: Somewhere, someone it wants to might celebrate be Easter this year. Is it Easter? <laughs> <laughs> God. Uh,
0: no, I think Easter is like uh, the beginning of April this year. April oh, we're like safe then. Seventh or eighth or something we're, like that. We're safe then. But uh, but yeah, I mean. Do you celebrate Valentine's Day? You know, not usually. Uh, I mean, sometimes I'll, I'll get Savannah flowers. Uh, yeah. But, you know. I don't, I, I don't do it every year, though. I like to keep her on her toes and keep <laughs> her guessing uh, if I'm doing something or not for Valentine's Day. <laughs> Does it do anything? Does he
1: still love me? But that's, that's why I like it. That's why I don't like it. Because if you don't do anything, it must mean that, oh, they don't love me, you know. Yeah. And that, I think that's silly. Yeah, it doesn't need to be. A, there but doesn't need to be a. Also, specific
0: day. if you do celebrate Valentine's Day, that's okay too.
1: Yeah, no, no worries. It's not, you you live your <laughs> it life. It's fun
0: sometimes just to you yeah. know, celebrate. It what and, you
1: do in your time, I don't care. <laughs> it doesn't <laughs> affect me.
0: Yeah. Don't want to get canceled by uh, the yeah. Valentine's Day uh, brigade <laughs> out there. <laughs> the diehard cultists
1: <laughs> of Valentine's Day.
0: Yeah, but Cupid's
1: uh, gonna access here.
0: But uh, I bring that up because Mm -hmm. uh, there was a man in the UK that created a video game dating app to help him find a girlfriend. So uh, he was uh, using just regular dating apps, and then uh, he wanted to find someone that was more compatible with him and his love for gaming. So he made a whole uh, web-based game that also acts as a dating app. He made his own
1: algorithm (laughs) Yeah,
0: and stuff. Um, called the game Game Boy Color, uh, which I think was just an unfortunate name because if you try and search his game, you're not going to find it because you have to go through pages of just Game Boy uh, stuff because Google's uh, algorithm just thinks you're trying to spell Game Boy. I'm going to um,
1: try it right now.
0: But yeah, he made this. Uh, so he made this uh, yep. game and he linked it onto his other dating. Uh, profiles and then so people could click on this link to his game uh, and play his game and like find out more about him and uh it gained a lot of traction because he matched with someone on a dating app who was a uh a video game journalist and so she tweeted that she had matched with someone and they made a game uh to get to know her better i think she thought the guy made the game solely to get to know her um But that wasn't the case. But anyways, uh, it was was kind of uh, sad, though, because she uh, kind of blasted him on Twitter. Nice. uh, As uh, as one would. And then wrote about uh, the conversations they had and why they weren't compatible. And uh, (laughs) said, uh, I can't remember specifically, but it had something to do with her age and his height is why they weren't uh, compatible for each other but she said they had a really good conversation with each other and the game was a lot of fun.
1: Was he like one inch too short? I don't remember. His, short uh, King his, stand yeah, up I, as I'm six
0: three and I have nothing yeah, to I worry don't remember about. his exact age either. She said she was too young and I think she was like 29 years old. Um, well,
1: I know the rule is half your age plus seven. <laughs> half
0: your age plus seven.
1: Half your age plus seven. That's like the youngest you should date. So 35. That's how old boy here is. Thirty-five divided by two plus seven. Yeah, he's it's fine. Twenty-five is that's the youngest there. She checks out.
0: Okay, I've never heard that rule before. Yeah,
1: half your age plus seven. Okay. Now you know. Uh, think about it.
0: Well, I don't think I'll ever need that rule, but <laughs> just in case. Yeah. But uh, anyways, uh, yeah. So he made this app, and it kind of blew up on Twitter for a little bit. Um, and sadly, uh, he hasn't. His match uh, ended up not working out for him. Um, and I think I I haven't researched it recently, but I, he made this game in like 20, I think the end of 2022. Um, and I don't know if he's found a match yet, but when this article that I read about it Bummer. at the beginning of February was, uh, released it, um, he hadn't found a match yet. So hasn't worked out for him yet, but he seems uh, determined. So he's going to find his love for um, the game that he made yeah.
1: and the algorithm he wrote. Yeah, <laughs> he's he's setting himself up for success, and he still hasn't found it. This poor man, and nobody yeah. can find this game because um, <laughs> I even tried looking for it just now and I couldn't. Yeah. I can't even match with him. Yeah,
0: I tried to find it too, and I couldn't find it either. So I'm not sure. I'm sure maybe if I go to this guy's Twitter page, maybe I could find a link to it. But I didn't dive that deep into it. It's kind just, of hard. I saw f- the article uh, on IGN by Rebecca be- Valentine.
1: It's going to be hard to find your match when there's only 10 people on your game. <laughs>
0: yeah, I don't know I'd how it, I don't know exactly how it works either if it's like you just yeah. click on the link and go join the game. Is he always just waiting in there? Does he get notified when people <laughs> He's sitting play?
1: there waiting <laughs> playing his game all day yeah. waiting sitting there uh, menacingly. <laughs> yeah uh this
0: poor guy but it was inter- i mean it's interesting though i mean it's no, an it's interesting super cool. concept yeah no i'm not
1: actually i'm not actually hating on it i think that's cool because like i know people do find relationships through video games yeah. not necessarily like ones that you're actively looking for a romantic r- romantic partner but i do know that like, people find love through games yeah. and end up getting married mm-hmm. i've read a few stories like that
0: yeah, I've only seen stories like that on the internet. I've not met anyone in person. No, met, <laughs> uh, through a game. It's,
1: it's probably far and few between. I know they exist out there. Yeah, somewhere. it's 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 a very neat, niche,
0: Yeah, market. Or niche. You met uh, you met Mrs. Robinson though on a dating night. Yeah,
1: same thing, right? Yeah. So like, if people want to play video games to find one another, yeah, I think it can work. Yeah, they just not. When I'm playing video games, I'm not, you know, looking for a partner
0: yeah <laughs> I wonder how, how successful do you think someone would be at like uh, adding their gamer tag to their uh, dating profile?
1: Probably not <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: yeah. Probably not that successful. <laughs> but if like if you're determined to find somebody that plays video games I, yeah, I would put it in there too. If that's like a you know a, a checklist item for you, like, oh yeah, my, you yeah. Know, my significant other needs to play video games with me, yeah, I'd, I'd put it on my profile too.
0: I'm sure it's made his uh, his uh, dating experience a lot more efficient because I feel like people that aren't into video games just aren't even yeah swiping anymore and then so probably helps him out a lot, but yeah, his he was uh AI scientist in the UK. His name was Voice, that's why he named it Game Boy Color. Still think he should I think he's onto something. I just think he needs yeah. to maybe rebrand a little bit. Yeah, it's <laughs> not
1: that creative. And it's just a hinder hindrance. Yeah.
0: But I don't think Oh, we got a special guest coming in here. Ba-da-ba-ba. Shigeru Miyamoto. Hey. Visiting the studio right now. How are do well, you, you doing, Mr. Miyamoto? Oh, well, guys, How you guys doing? Well come on in, tell us uh how life is going. What's the latest in uh the world of uh, Nintendo and video games? Have a seat.
1: How's your uh <laughs> the Nintendo Wii sales? <laughs>
0: Right,
1: he's got right. hey, Mr. Miyamoto is nice catching up with you. Till next
0: time. <laughs> that was interesting. Mr. Miyamoto has uh has left the studio. I'm uh, yeah. I uh, was hoping he'd get on here and share a little bit about uh what's going on at Nintendo, but unfortunately he couldn't stay for long. Um, he was upset about how I pronounced his name uh, and, and left abruptly.
1: Yep. Wait, I don't think the mic's on. Is it on? Oh. Yeah, it's on. Oh, okay. We're good.
0: But uh, the show must go on. So we're going to keep going here.
1: Yeah, there goes our, <laughs> there goes our next sponsorship. Yeah, yeah. We were about uh, to get a lot of money for that. Yeah, that would have really helped
0: viewership to have yeah. Mr. Miyamoto on here and, and talking to us. Unfortunate. All right. Well, Dill, did you hear about uh, the live service games that shut down uh, this past month? There was no. quite a few of them.
1: No,
2: I
0: didn't. Uh, I know
1: I don't like live service
0: games. Uh, that was gonna be my next question. Uh, yeah, there was um, Knockout City, which was uh, an oh, epic yeah. game. Yeah, uh, that uh, just it was fairly uh, popular. I mean, it, was it? Yeah, uh, but I guess it wasn't making what, enough was money. That the, to, was that the
1: dodgeball game?
0: Yeah, a yeah. uh, Dodgeball uh, kind of had like some RPG elements to it too, as far as like upgrading your character. Huh. Uh, but yeah, it shut down Epic. Uh, announced this month that they were shutting down the servers uh, another one was uh rumble which was like a battle royale game uh that was like uh, wrestling themed uh, it, yeah it was uh i didn't try that one uh it was pretty fun uh from what i hear though from the reviews that i read about it um but yeah that was another one that shut down and then uh crossfire which i think was on xbox free to play was like an fps game uh that was a live service game but anyways, um, there's this article that came out by uh, Game Rant by Brohammer Rahman. just kind of detailing uh, you know these different live service games that shut down this month. And uh, we played uh, a live service game though pretty extensively, Destiny. Uh, Destiny, yeah. And he did mention Destiny in the article too. That uh, that's kind of like what these live service games are inspiring, uh, aspiring to to be to be.
1: Um, yeah, I think Destiny gets a pass, um, in my book. But these other games can't, can't swing it.
0: <laughs> what do you mean Destiny gets a pass? Like because they...
1: they actually put out like quality content. Like, oh yeah, just, yeah. Like content that keeps you engaged. And in fact, like they just dropped like another trailer, t- like either yesterday or today or something. There's new. There's a whole new storyline coming out. Uh, I think tomorrow. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah, but um, anyway
2: yeah
0: i did i i watched the trailer of the new destiny 2 expansion yeah um
1: the man with a cloudy hand. and yeah the, 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 the witness man. is his name yeah oh, okay um wait that's and the i weakness. saw a bunch of
0: characters that i thought were dead but i guess they're not, they're not they're still alive
1: yeah i don't remember the last time i picked up that game yeah. so i have no i have no idea what's
0: um yeah going. i'm not a huge live service fan anymore either destiny was probably the one that I played the most yeah. extensively. Like it, that's why it gets a pass um, for me. I mean, maybe Fortnite, you could say, because I feel like I did play Fortnite yeah, when it launched it's a lot of, for a it's while.
1: It's a lot of, like, the free-to-play games that drive me crazy. Yeah. All the microtransactions that are supposed to, like, you know, fund the live service, but mm-hmm. yeah, I don't like those games.
0: But uh, it's interesting because I feel like even games that aren't free-to-play now are becoming live service games. Yeah. Or games as a service, I mean. Whereas, uh, pay full
1: price and then uh, the game's not complete.
0: Yeah, and they keep adding more things to it. And I almost think, like, uh, even games that uh, don't intend to be like games of the service, I feel like it's just the route games have to go now. I like, know. when they release a game, they have to add more to it. Yeah. Unless it's... the game's just like a complete flop, then.
1: Yeah. Well, first they have to fix the game because they never <laughs> release a stable game <laughs> anymore. Yeah. Fix it. And then, okay, now that we are nearly bankrupt on. Fixing the game, now we gotta make money.
0: <laughs> yeah. But uh, this article is just interesting because, I mean, we talked about Destiny right now, but obviously Fortnite is probably even more successful than Destiny was in terms oh, yeah. of being a game as service. And yeah. then even talked a little bit in the article too about like some of the original games of service, which is like a, the MMOs, like World of Warcraft, where you'd pay like monthly subscriptions yeah. to play those games. That's true. Um, but it seems like we're moving into. Uh, an era of gaming where it's going to be games are always going to be continually updating and creating more content for them after their release yeah very few games um unless they're like indie projects or smaller developers release just a game standalone by itself right now without any additional content
1: when when games first started becoming like service games like that like i was all for it because it was like oh okay, okay cool like now like we can get You know, content that's free, but it's you know funded through like other means, like cosmetics and stuff. Mm -hmm. And at first, I thought that was cool because it can keep the you know the player base around, and you can still play all the maps together and stuff without having to pay anything. But now, to me, is like it lacks quality. Yeah. And that's becoming more prevalent in games right now. Yeah. They're just trying to hash out stuff to you know sell their cosmetics.
2: Yeah.
0: (laughs) I don't think, yeah, I don't know where I stand as far as having like an issue with it. I mean, I don't play many uh, live service games anymore. um, And that's just personal preference, but I know there's uh, millions of players who do. So it's, uh, other people are enjoying it. It works.
1: Yeah. It's fine. They probably make more money now uh, than they did before selling like, you know, content packs for like, you know, 15 bucks each, which I wish they went back to, Mm -hmm. honestly. And from, you know, my point of view, because like, Um, like games like Battlefield, Uh, Bad Company 2 and 3 and 4, or Battlefield 3 and 4, um, you'd have to pay for the DLC content, but like it was good quality content, but now it seems like all they're selling is just, you know, cosmetics and like the maps are really subpar and stuff like that.
0: Yeah, but uh, it brings up something interesting too that I think about when they are talking about the games that shut down like Knockout City and uh, Rumbleverse and when these games are uh, games as a service and they're online only and then they shut down, there's really no way to ever play them again. Yeah. Um, sucks. So especially if you invested money into the game for something. Yeah. Uh, dump 50, 60 you know, bucks in. Now, obviously, like, there's... I mean, what is these cosmetic items really worth? You know, it really just no, it's, <laughs> depends it's on, on screen, what it's worth to you, you yeah. know? And so I'm not saying it's, like, worthless to invest money into these games if you enjoy them, but... Um, just like the digital ownership of things yeah. and how it can go away eventually, oh, yeah. um, is kind of is is what keeps me away from them. Um, but I don't really think I don't know if that bothers a lot of people. I mean, there's so many games that I played when I was a kid that I've just never yeah, played know, totally again. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that, um, same so thing. I guess like, it's a, the same way with these live service games. Yeah, same
1: thing with like anything. Like toys, growing up as a kid too is like not even just games. Like toys and. Clothes, stuff that you buy, you don't see again. You throw them away. You know, same thing.
0: Yeah, But I a lot of games from our childhood, though, if we wanted to play them again, like we could. Yeah. We can go, like if we wanted to play uh, like a PS2 game or something, we uh, could yeah. order it off Amazon or something, get a okay. digital copy or a physical copy of it and, and play through it. So it's interesting True. just these so, games yeah, that not are created and then you invest in them and invest actual money into them and then they just can go away like that um so do you like do you like owning physical games or do you stick to digital now
1: i'm all digital uh, digital now since like Uh xbox one came out and like they were talking about like all the games going to be digital i was like yeah that's the way but um yeah i I, I do miss having like a physical library too yeah um and yeah it is kind of strange that you just buy the digital license and not necessarily like something tangible Mm -hmm. so yeah they can rip that away from you if your account got banned or whatever yeah that all goes away so yeah, that makes sense.
0: Is there any games you like to have physical? Like,
1: I like limited editions of like Halo games because like I love Halo. So like if there's like a limited edition coming out, like I always buy the physical version too. <laughs> yeah. Um, so and, like all the collectibles and like metal cases and stuff, I do sometimes if I like I love the the brand enough. Yeah, I'll get the physical version too, and I'll if it doesn't come with a download code, I'll, I'll just get digital. <laughs> the digital version <laughs> too, which is stupid but that way i don't have to get my lazy butt off the couch and go put the game <laughs> in
0: yeah yeah that's the major drawback of physical is uh having to take it out every time i don't know I'd, a, i i like yeah <laughs> yeah i like physical copies not only just because i like to have them but uh to resell them too oh. i have definitely resold a lot of games uh, I'm not really a collector anymore. Okay. I don't try and like hoard every game that I've bought anymore. I'm just anymore. naturally a hoarder. Yeah. <laughs> so I
1: like to keep the things I have.
0: But yeah. It almost feels like uh, a little bit of a return on yeah. uh, an investment when I get to resell it yeah. for some money and then put it towards a new yeah. game. Recoop I don't know it. if return on investment is a good way to put it. Yeah, there's no um, investment. Yeah, I just, don't know very much about finances or business, and don't really have anyone in my life either that I can I talk to about a, these things. Yeah, I
1: wish there was a Japanese CEO in here. Yeah. To talk us, if only Mr. Miyamoto would have
0: stayed, and yeah. we could have really got his, uh, his opinion, his opinion and knowledge that would have really helped us out. But, and viewership. And but yeah, just interesting. <laughs> you know, just made me think about like digital games and these games as service, and how they just get created and then. Then they're gone. Then they're gone. Yeah. Yeah. so just a new era of gaming that we're in right now. Last news story here. Uh, AI has been uh, on a lot of headlines recently. I feel like it's a hot topic right now. almost like uh, kind of reminds me of like how crypto was uh, before the crash and like maybe like five years ago when it seemed like every uh, major magazine had some sort of crypto story in it. Now we have uh, AI stories. Uh, in every yeah, major magazine is,
1: um, i mean ais are learning how to write articles now too
0: yeah <laughs> so and, good. Uh, yeah have you ever used uh like a chat gpt is like a, a popular one now that everyone's not. talking about never used it for anything no i feel like in uh it is, in schools though. it's a big uh issue right now because really? everyone's yeah using it to write essays wow uh, and it's uh well
1: it's so blatant isn't it I mean, I don't know how good it is, but...
0: Uh, apparently, it's hard to detect because it writes something uh, that's original. So, like, when it goes through, like, a plagiarism checker, um, it won't uh, yeah. pop up. But uh, I have heard that if you read the, if you actually read the yeah, essay, that's what I mean. yeah, like it it's, is easier to identify yeah. because usually, I mean, most people are pretty subpar writers. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so it's easy to spot when, uh, like, an AI writes something that's like immaculate with no grammatical errors or anything <laughs> like that. But Forbes uh, released an article uh, about Chat GPT being used uh, in video games to create AI to uh, make the AI in the video game more advanced to where it could actually have uh, conversations with you yeah. instead of just, you know, like typically in a video game, you, like an RPG game, the ai has dialogue and you can like respond with a few choices and then it responds to whatever you pick but um they're thinking about using ai now to create an ai that you can have a conversation with in a game uh that's like a live conversation yeah it just responds to you
1: it creeps me out
0: (laughs) that's it (laughs) but it's cool though yeah, I mean, I think it sounds cool. Uh, I don't yeah. know how well it would work, yeah, cause like, especially for, like, coding for a game. Oh, I yeah. mean, I'm a, not a game developer at all. Yeah, I know I very think. little about it, but it seems like that would be a lot yeah, of work. Yeah, on paper to sounds something. awesome.
1: That's, like, super immersive, and, like, imagine, like, going on, like, Skyrim quests, and you're, like, actually asking people where, like, places are, or have you seen this and that. I think, yeah. I think on paper it sounds awesome. I just yeah. don't know how well it would translate. Yeah. yeah
0: and so the article talked about that too about like how on paper it sounds really good but um the actual practice of it there's just so many questions and with ai i know there's been a lot of um with uh, microsoft's been using ai and bing uh to like answer questions for people and it gives them like really weird answers sometimes and has been uh recorded like saying some pretty questionable stuff like uh, to it people. Has,
1: it's starting to like gain like awareness
0: uh <laughs> like, yeah, it's, uh, I know there's been instances where the AI has responded to people claiming that they're trying to hurt them uh, or claiming that they're trying to hurt the AI that it's talking to. Yeah. And so the AI that, is becoming afraid that's of very. That's very unnerving. <laughs> yeah, so things like that. And, and you can, like, trick AI to, like, say anything you want, really. Oh, really? So if you, yeah, if you know how to respond and, like, how to get past, like, the filters they use for these uh, types of AIs. You can get it to, like, say, you know, like, derogatory things or racist things. And so I can imagine in a video game people finding those uh, loopholes around the filters (laughs) and, like, taking screenshots of, like, an NPC saying something, like, super, uh, like, outlandish or offensive. And that would uh, not be good publicity uh, for a game.
1: For me, it would be, like, horrifying to, like, like, realize that, like, something is, like, learning how to speak and talk to me and it seems so real. And, like, it would be kind of hard, like, to separate the game from reality if this thing's, like, actually, like, making, like, human choices at a point. Like, I like to play a game because I know it's a game still. And, like, I feel like if there was something, like, an NPC, like, very human-like, and it starts feeling like it's trapped in there, Mm -hmm. (laughs) that wouldn't set right with me.
0: Yeah. Yeah, that would be super unsettling. I think, too, of, like, uh, the VR... Uh, games, you know, because VR is becoming a lot more popular. I could see, uh, like, VR trying to use something like this to yeah. create, like, a really immersive feeling yeah. in their game. Um, but, yeah, I think it would have, uh, I think there's just too many, uh, I don't know if it's risk, but just too many um, unknown variables yeah. that can happen with Like, AI. that,
1: too, and, like, just, like, the fluidity of, like, like, dialogue, too. Like, I feel like a lot of, like, the, like, you know, when you tell an AI to say something, Sounds very like blocky, and like it's clear that, it's 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 like dissecting word by word and saying it, and trying to like say it fluid like, whereas like an actual voice actor with like um, preset dialogues like they can say something and it sounds you know it transitions really well and stuff like that, you, you know what I mean?
0: Yeah, and I I think what would be hard too, because to get rid of that like blocky robotic feeling yeah. is they would have to use a voice actor, but I yeah, know. and then
1: how do you? yeah
0: yeah they mentioned that too in the article that there's
1: way too many possibilities for like an AI to say something you cannot possibly have a voice actor sit there it would take like a year <laughs> yeah. or longer of just like an actor or a voice actress or actor just sitting there and just saying words over and over in different ways and different enunciations and
0: yeah and I know a lot of I know recently a lot of um there's been a lot of talk about AI replacing jobs um you know with articles that can be written by AI um, with art and music that can be created using AIs. Uh, illustrations. Yeah. So in the article too, he talks about how um, there's been AIs now that are creating voices.
1: I don't like that. I don't like that at all. So,
0: and, but they're you know, AI always has to, always has to use, it doesn't create its own original ideas. AI always has to use something that's already been created. Um, So like when you, write these essays using AI it's you know taking things that it finds on the internet to create these essays um so with voiceovers it's taking voices that it's heard and then creating these new voices so it's using people's voices uh you know like without their permission and stuff right and
1: that's like what you get from like back where we're talking about like the like the Trump and Biden playing video games it sounds so good it's still obviously like you know and you know like a a bot talk or you know pre- or pre- prescribed type deal but it's getting good yeah and i don't like that
0: <laughs> yeah so yeah i i think it's i think ai is definitely going to change gaming i'm just not sure how yet though i'm not sure how they're going to use it cuz right now ai is so um yeah and in a in a video game when we say ai when we think of artificial intelligence in a video game i feel like it's very uh Systematic, you know, yeah. it's how they how they code and program
2: the games. It yeah. just reacts to things. Yeah, that you it do. just moves
1: about. It has like, okay, here's your uh, okay. You have three choices. Okay, if you choose this, it's like a tree almost. It's all
2: mm-hmm.
0: you know, laid out. Yeah, and when you think about like parts of the game that you're not in, um, you know, obviously if the assets aren't loaded, they're not doing anything. But then there's assets that are loaded in like a big open world game that are just doing nothing until the player is in like that a proximity to yeah. them. Um, so it's crazy to think about that they could create an AI that's actually doing something when the player's not there. Yeah. Um, so that's interesting. It's too real. Yeah. but So you're not a fan of advanced AI? No. No. <laughs>
1: like I said, I, I want to play a game because I know it's not real.
0: But we're not worried about advanced AI taking your job.
1: No. M-
2: manual labor. <laughs> no. Yeah. Not yet.
0: But some parts it could help, right? I imagine like um, I'm creating sure like, uh, blueprints. I'm sure,
1: yeah, I'm sure there's like good applications for it. Sure. Yeah. Um. But like as far as uh, as of now, or like like the the foreseeable future for me, yeah, I I think manual labor is going to be around for a long time. Yeah. That that's probably one of the last human jobs that's going to be out there. <laughs> I don't know.
0: They got a robot that can shoot threes. Have you ever seen that uh video? No. Oh yeah. Um. Hmm. I'll have to. I'll pull it up right so, here.
1: NBA players, look out! Steph Curry Tron. It's not AI. It's all scripted. But Boston Dynamics, is crazy.
0: What was it, Boston? Boston Dynamics. What is that? The robot is that?
1: company. Um, they produce like little um, humanoid little robots and dogs. I'm sure I'm, I'm sure you've seen like uh, I think they call it Spot. It's like that little yellow dog looking. Robot that walks around and stuff?
2: Oh, I don't
0: think I've seen that nope. before.
1: Okay, well, we're going to have to watch that, too. <laughs> but uh, they, they script these robots, and they're dancing and doing front flips and jumping, and it's crazy.
0: Yeah, this is the robot here the uh, robot. shooting free throws.
1: And he's... Yeet. Swish. Easy.
0: Now, they've got it down to uh, such a science here that like he never misses, though.
1: So. I believe it. <laughs> Look at that. He's ready. <laughs> and then... Hands and lifts
0: yeah so it's just like analyzing the trajectory needed for just, each basket
1: Still, yep there it goes that's awesome <laughs> it's just
0: a perfect switch i think he shoots a full court shot too
1: yep, yep, there he goes
0: on wheels too so <laughs> <it doesn't laughs> he's <anyway. laughs> a rollerblading
1: <laughs> basketball playing robot that's a sport i want to watch rollerblade basketball make it happen
0: It'll be the next uh, Rocket League expansion.
1: (laughs) I haven't played Rocket League in a while. There he goes. Got
0: it. Perfect swish every time.
1: Okay, now you have to watch Boston Dynamics (laughs) if you want.
0: But you said they're not AI. You said they're...
1: Well, like they do have some AI in their dogs, I think. I think. It'll follow you. It'll like read the the terrain.
0: So these are like remote controlled. Uh, yeah. Robots. But like
1: the, these little videos right here, like the parkour and all that, or like that one right there. These ones are scripted, but it's doesn't. Take oh, it away so not remote off.
0: controlled, but this is like uh, yeah, this, this well, program to do this obstacle course. Yeah. Interesting proportions. This one yeah. has,
2: <laughs> but uh,
1: this isn't the impressive ones. This was a while ago. This video. But while it's doing this, it's still, you know, calculating its movements and stuff. Yeah. But they have, like, a dog. I think they call it Spot. And it's it's good for, like, first responders and stuff like that. It'll follow you around and carry things.
0: Uh, This guy right here?
1: That one's three years old. They have, like, new videos. I mean, that doesn't mean it's not impressive. Whatever. You can watch that one. People have, getting a, have been getting a hold of these and attaching guns to them with AI <laughs> to detect, like... <laughs> human figure and like shoot at that figure
2: oh
0: where are those videos do i have uh, to go can, on the dark
1: can, web for yeah. those ones <laughs> no it's on youtube <laughs> i think there's only like one it's it's so impractical right now though but that doesn't mean it's just like a proof of concept like you can do it
0: yeah wow they really didn't try to make it look like a dog at all no uh, it's interesting that they went with dancing as the showcase of what right?
1: this robot can do
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> but yeah that's the uh i'm sure they'll start riding AI scripts for this, and, like, it can just be fully autonomous Mm -hmm. with other applications, I think.
0: Yeah, so you can start having uh, pet
1: robot dogs. I mean, like, just, like, military application, too. Like, not, not, like, the gun thing, but, like, just carrying equipment for you. Stuff like that.
0: Yeah, I guess probably for public use it would be a long ways out. Yeah. Probably pretty expensive to make one of these, too, I don't think. I think you
1: can buy them, like, retail. Really? I think. I know, uh, have you heard of Michael Reeves? He's Uh, a YouTuber. But uh, he had one, and he uh, let's see, what did he do? He trained it to piss in a cup, beer. He he, it was like a party dog, and he would let it go around the party, filling up people's uh, solo cups with more beer. But he he rigged his own like little deal onto it, so like it would, it would make it look like the dog was pissing into uh, okay. a solo cup of beer.
0: I was thinking like they actually made a robot dog that could pee. No, it's, and- it's one of these though. So oh,
1: okay. It's, it's <laughs> but uh, yeah, he rigged a uh, yeah a little tank with beer and a tube. But he used the cameras on board to like detect solo cubs, and then walk up and just piss him. Yeah,
0: stupid. But I don't know. I'm into it, to be honest with you. No, it's I'm into super advanced, cool. I'm into advanced AI too. No,
1: yeah. I, I'm not like against it. It's just we have to be careful.
0: Yeah, I don't know. I think I'm ready just to enter the matrix.
1: We are in the Matrix.
0: <laughs> and just uh, like in, uh, what was that movie about video games where they, it was like a dystopian world. Ready Player One? Yeah. You ever watched that That's one? That's a good movie. Uh, where they lived in like this the dystopian slums. society yeah, yeah, yeah. and then just plugged into their game. Yeah, no, that,
1: that'd be super cool. Yeah. But uh, I, think the, I think AI can like be a great tool in, in like using in the right ways though, for sure. But you have to see the bad parts of it too. Yeah. No.
0: It'd be interesting too if we knew someone that worked in the tech industry to see what they thought about AI. Like, uh, like Shigeru. Yeah. Shigeru. Like Mr. Miyamoto. But sadly,
1: Mr. Uh, Miyagi. <laughs> who unfortunately
2: departed too soon.
0: So, Dill, did you watch uh, Game of the Year Awards last year for 2022? I did not. Did you do you know what one game of the year? No, <laughs> really?
1: I think if you tell me, I'm, I would be like, yeah.
0: What? Okay, so give me a blind guess here of what you think one game of the year last year.
1: Dang, um, definitely Cyberpunk. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, probably like one of the Zelda games. No,
0: that's a good guess. Actually, I don't think it. Did that was...
1: even? Did that, even...
0: That, that came out. That came out two uh, years ago. Three yeah. years ago. Shoot. <laughs> You still want to go for the Zelda game as your guess?
1: Narrow that down. RPG.
0: Sure, I'll say uh RPG. <laughs> oh <God>. It was <laughs> Elden Ring. Elden Ring won oh, game of the year last yeah? year.
2: Yeah. You play, last didn't week. you play Elden Ring?
1: No, I've been waiting oh, for a sale because I don't want to spend forty or sixty dollars on something I'm just gonna get mad at.
0: Oh you want uh you wanna borrow a physical copy of it? I would love that. Alright. It'll that one game of the eat, year that can be your uh, payment for doing this podcast episode with me. Yes. <laughs> uh, Congrats, Elden Ring. Yeah, uh, it was Elden between Ring. Elden Ring uh, and the other like uh, front runner was God of War Ragnarok last year. Oh. Uh, so God of War Ragnarok won a ton of other awards, but not, uh, but game of not best game. I would have picked.
1: Year. I would have picked God of War over Elden Ring.
0: Have you played God of War? No. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I just know they put out good games. I've they never just, owned a PlayStation. I've never played any of them. but okay. I'm like, I hadn't.
0: I hadn't played Ragnarok because I don't have a, a PS5 either. But I did play. I did like God of War. I played one, two, and three, and then uh, I never played the the 2018 God of War that came out. Boy, <laughs>
1: I just know the memes. The, uh, the the game that has the most memes deserves Game of the Year.
0: Elden Ring has a lot of memes. I feel like. Maybe not mainstream ones, but...
1: Yeah. Meat Canyon put out a video, a little meme video.
0: For Elden Ring? Yeah.
1: Do you know Meat Canyon? I do know Meat Canyon. Yeah. He made, a, he made an Elden Ring video. I'm, uh,
0: I'm not going to admit to watching his videos on this podcast, so... <laughs> yeah.
1: Well, I will. <laughs> I love Meat Canyon. Shout out, Meat Canyon.
0: Um, yeah, Meat Canyon, if you ever want to be on the podcast, let me know. We'll have you on. Yeah. <laughs> uh, anyway... But anyways, uh, I had some. I watched the Game of the Year Awards. I watched it live. Um, So wow, you did. So that's funny though that you didn't. Did you hear about the uh, the kid who uh, went on stage during the Game of the Year Awards? No. Yeah. So during Elden Ring's uh, um, acceptance speech, uh, a kid snuck on the stage with them. Like just walked onto stage with them. Oh shoot yeah and uh after he he waited for all of them to finish speaking and then he walked up to the microphone polite yeah and uh he uh he claimed that bill clinton was his rabbi and he would like to nominate him for (laughs) i can't even remember he said something crazy but anyway so this little kid he was like uh i don't remember how old he was um he's like a teenager Um, but now he's like uh gone viral on like TikTok and stuff. Huh. I guess he makes a bunch of just meme videos and just uh-huh. kind of like a edgy, angsty teenage kid. Sounds about uh, right. But he talks in like a fake, uh, like Eastern European accent and uh, just claims uh, just Jesus like Christ. crazy <laughs> conspiracy theory stuffs and tinfoil yeah. hat and stuff. Yeah, I yeah. uh, should have done maybe a little bit more research on. It. But anyways, he bombed their acceptance speech and wow, uh, yeah. It was pretty crazy because, uh, I mean, luckily he didn't like really do anything. But his, uh, didn't really bomb anybody. Yeah, but it was crazy that uh, he just was able to kind of walk on yeah, stage. Yeah,
1: that's and, nuts.
0: Huh. Uh, I mean, he didn't look out of place until they're standing up there, and then you could definitely tell something was off with them because – yeah, for yeah. One,
1: for, <laughs> <laughs> the awkward like shoulder hunch, probably. Yeah,
0: just
1: no, uh, um, <laughs> I know, i know I'm But yeah, thankfully
0: him. he didn't do anything actually dangerous. But yeah, it could have been really bad if yeah. he was up there for Why another now? reason. <laughs> wow. But so yeah, that happened at the last year's uh, game awards. Um, but anyways, I had I brought it up because I have some predictions what I think uh, are going to be nominated for best game of the year this year, um, and uh, it's. So we're still early in the year, um, and I don't know uh, if all these games are going to come out this year or not, uh, but they're ones that are confirmed to come out this year. <laughs> and you never know, like Hi-Fi Rush, we might get some more uh, yeah. shadow drops of just random games that just come out out of nowhere. Uh, I think my list is pretty tame. I don't think uh, my predictions anyone's going to think is like... A outlandish or hot pretty take safe, uh, safe choices. pretty safe choices i think uh, maybe except for like one um maybe two because one is by uh, uh blizzard who's been under a lot of fire uh, recently more for some of their games yeah more gaming controversies uh You'll but, find but uh, i'm gonna go with my five picks in order of least to greatest here so what i think will be nominated and then my last one will be the one that i think is going to win game of the year and it is a very biased pick uh because i am a little bit of a fanboy of this developer um but anyways uh going into my list here uh i think uh forza motor motorsport will be nominated that's the one coming out this year uh one of microsoft's ips the
1: kind of reboot of this
0: yeah yeah because horizon was the last one right yeah
1: they flip-flopped each year, yeah, I love Horizon games. They're yeah. more fun, but yeah. Motorsport is it's
0: supposed to be like the hyper realistic. Yeah, more like uh, you know,
1: your sim game. Yeah, where there's like Horizons, like arcadey.
0: And uh, yeah, so I think uh, I think that's gonna be uh, nominated just because from what I saw of what it's gonna the, be like, the it seemed pretty impressive. Yeah, yeah,
1: the technical aspect and like the looks, detail that is yeah. going
0: into it, especially. I mean, they always have a lot of detail in like the wear and tear on your car. Uh, but they're going as far as like adding like, uh, like dirt and things into like the crevice of the car, and yeah, the uh, tar kicking out from the <laughs> yeah. asphalt and stuff. Uh, so I think it's going to be a really impressive display of like what the Series X can do,
2: yeah.
0: And I feel like Forza has been nominated before a lot in the past, so I think they're a pretty good contender to get oh, yeah. nominated again this year. Um, my fourth pick is a little bit of a hot take because I don't think we've ever had a remake that's won a game of the year before. Yeah. Uh, but I'm putting Resident Evil Four Remake, which is coming out next month. Ooh. Um, I was. I'm a huge. I wouldn't say currently I'm a huge Resident Evil fan, but I've played one through five. I th- and I played the original ones on PlayStation. I think so. I played
1: number two for a moment at a friend's house. That the remake
0: or the original? The original oh, okay. I think. Yeah, the original ones on uh, PlayStation yeah, are PlayStation. a lot of fun.
1: Yeah. And that's like kind of like they have like cameras like set up in the rooms and like you kind of watch, watch the yeah. uh, character walk through it. Yeah, fixed camera yeah. angles.
0: Yeah. And uh, that was like a lot of survival horror games of that generation yeah. just use those fixed camera angles. But yeah, Resident Evil 4 was uh, probably considered by, I think, most fans uh, the best in the series. Um, it changed, so Resident Evil 4, Resident Evil 1 uh, through 3 used that same kind of gameplay mechanic of like a fixed camera going from room to room, and uh, Resident Evil 4 switched to that over-the-shoulder point of view, and it was kind of more action-oriented, which was something that they, uh, critics and fans uh, said hurt the game more, because they kind of moved more away from the uh, horror aspect and yeah. into more action. Uh but I think um from like uh player uh I don't know what the word is I'm looking for. Uh like player um gosh, what's the word I'm looking for when <laughs> not a critic review, but someone who's not a critic plays the your game. Opinion? I don't know. <laughs> oh well Your critique or your yeah. Uh, this will be cut out, but <laughs> I'll just end it after I say Resident Evil 4 is my number four pick. yeah but I usually, I don't play many remakes of old games, um, but I'm considering playing Resident Evil 4 just because I played through so much of the original one. And from what I've seen of the remake, it looks really cool in the, the changes that they're making, not just visually, but uh, they have some gameplay mechanic changes and um, also some story changes too. So I'm interested to see that one. But I think, uh, I don't remember correctly, but uh, I know it was nominated for Game of the Year. When it originally came out, um, I think back when like Spike TV was doing Game of the Year awards. Good times. Uh, G4, I don't remember G4. if it won, though. I don't think it did. No. Yeah. I but, uh, yeah, I'd before. say Resident Evil 4 remake, I think, just because of the hype surrounding it right now, it's got a good shot at being nominated. And I might be wrong, but I don't think a remake has ever won a Game of the Year award.
1: Yeah. I don't think I would consider a remake for Game of the Year, but... It's
0: 2023. Yeah, Dead, uh, did you play uh, Dead Space remake? I have not. No. And did I you play the original I, Dead Space? I have,
1: and I loved it. Yeah, it was a good game. Good.
0: Yeah. So some games though, like I don't know, remakes. I just always sometimes I'm okay with just the nostalgia feeling of a game, and I don't need to play a remake of it. Yeah. Even with like, but remakes now are changing so much that they're you know they're not even, just not just like these not, visual upgrades of games, but, like but gameplay yeah. too. Yeah. Yeah. Um, like I remember, uh, with Dead Space, they one of the changes they made was the ship now was uh, completely open to you. Or was oh, one, it, yeah, oh, the in the remake. Whereas in, before it was you couldn't you, backtrack, yeah, you couldn't backtrack it, played through in like segments and wow. levels. But now the ship's just completely open, and that. you have to try to traverse it, yeah. So that's cool with remakes that they kind of you know change these kind of core mechanics to the game that make them better. Um, my next pick would be uh, Diablo Four, and this one I think uh, has a little bit of um, a little bit of a hot take because uh, just under uh, how Blizzard's been under fire recently for uh, their Diablo Immortal. Um, and kind of the cash grab that that was.
2: Yeah.
0: Uh, and so, and with Overwatch 2 as yeah. well. Um, Overwatch 2 Just a lot of things Blizzard has just, done lately uh, has left a bad taste in people's mouths. Yeah.
1: Just blatant.
0: Yeah. And so, but I mean, I'm really hyped about Diablo 4. I mean, Diablo 3.5. Diablo 2, I mean, is considered one of like the greatest action RPG games yeah. of all time. So I think if it seems like from what I've seen of the gameplay of Diablo 4 that they tried to do things that they did in Diablo Mm 2. And so it's almost like this is what Diablo 3 should have been. Should have been. Yeah. Um, And Diablo 3 was, uh, was... the launch was really bad, uh, but they did improve the game pretty greatly. But I never, I loved Diablo 2, but could never really get into Diablo 3 because of the changes they made to like character customization and skill trees and things like that. My biggest complaint with like the Diablo series with Immortal and Diablo 3 was just how uh, there's not a whole lot of variety in the characters anymore. It was all just, uh, every character progressed the same way as far as unlocking skills. And then it was just about what gear you had that made you different. Whereas earlier Diablo games, Uh, was about like you could choose different uh, skill paths and then also stats like uh, you'd be able to allocate points into different stats so there's a lot more customization and builds and that's what i'm hoping uh we see in diablo 4 but i I feel like it's going to be a mixture of kind of what they did in diablo 3 and immortal but hopefully they carry over some things from diablo 2 into it uh and then at number three i would i'm going with final fantasy 16 on the ps5
1: I've never played a Final Fantasy game.
0: <laughs> That's all right. Uh, there's 16 of them? Yeah. <laughs> there's more than 16. Because, uh, I mean, there's been a lot of spinoffs of like, huh. uh, Final Fantasy Tactics and other um, Final Fantasy Crisis Core. Like, other things on handheld uh, right. came out.
1: Are these all uh, separate stories? Is yeah, they're all separate. Okay, they're not. None of them have been. I was like, uh, dang, how can you keep... A game yeah, for 16. <laughs> yeah plus, no, none of, the, none of
0: the stories in any of the games are connected, oh, except they game. made, a, in Final Fantasy X, they made a part two called, like, X2. Is, is um,
1: it, like, in the same universe, at least? Uh,
0: no. Really? Uh, completely different worlds, stories, characters, Oh, shoot. Yeah.
1: Okay, that's way more interesting <laughs> because I don't know. I've never played them. I don't yeah. know anything about
0: them. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, so, Final Fantasy sixteen, obviously, one of the most popular uh, JRPGs are the is the combat
1: stuff all the same at least
0: uh no it's changed like there's Every, been everything's yeah. different. it started off um, so as like a classic gonna, turn-based you never uh, know
1: what you're gonna get
0: yeah you, no you know <laughs> oh well, they've shown a lot of gameplay and oh, stuff yeah. so we've seen like what the combat's going to be like um but cool. uh there's a lot of hype around it right now i mean and final fantasy is uh, like i said just one of considered one of the greatest JRPGs so I'm going to put it up there uh, as being nominated. I don't think it's going to win Game of the Year, but I definitely think it's a contender. Uh, And then my next pick, so we're in number two now, uh, is Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom. So that's the uh, sequel uh, to Breath Breath of the the Wild. Wild, Yeah. Uh, What's interesting about uh, Tears of the Kingdom is... Um, the other the other two powerhouses, Microsoft and Sony, have moved on to uh, their next gen systems, whereas the Switch is still right. uh, on there. The whole, so it's
1: been like what five, years?
0: five uh, years? I don't remember the exact date the Switch came out, but yeah, it's been uh, I think it's been it, five or six it years. Runs the same hardware. Uh, so yeah, it runs the same hardware. Um, it's going to have the same capabilities as Breath of the Wild, um, but Breath of the Wild obviously was a major success and
1: 2017 was the launch of the switch.
0: Okay. So it's been, uh, six years. Yeah. Well, math's hard. I wish I had a friend who was really good at math and numbers that we could have on to help us out. Um, yeah, so, (laughs) uh, so tears of the kingdom. That'd be my number two pick. And I think it's got a good shot at winning. Yeah, uh...
1: I think that one here has the strongest, uh, potential to win. Here. Yeah. Um, free. but I didn't
0: play breath of the wild either. So this is also just off of my opinions that I've heard of it and read yeah. about it. Uh, cause I don't have a switch.
1: These are, these are, <laughs> these are my choices based on other people's <laughs> yeah. opinions.
0: You know, I could have looked it up. I tried really hard not to look up what other people's lists are. So I wanted to make this episode first and then go look up what other people say are it's game of the right year contenders. Part,
1: yeah. It's right on par with what I would have chose. Yeah.
0: Oh, okay. So, um, because I could be, other I opinions, could be completely. Based just on your
1: these. opinion, this is what I would pick. <laughs> <laughs> um,
0: so I'd be number two pick, and then uh, my number one pick. What I think is going to win Game of the Year this year is Starfield. Uh,
1: yeah, uh, yeah, absolutely. Another <laughs> another strong Bethesda game coming up. Yeah,
0: out. I mean Bethesda has the track record, multiple Game of the Year awards for their titles. But like I said earlier, I'm a little bit biased because I'm a really big fan of Bethesda and their games and the Elder Scrolls series. So um, I'm definitely a little bit of a fanboy when it comes to their games. Um, But I just think with uh, the success uh, this developers had, and I know they've become a little bit of a meme uh, over the last, uh, like since really since Skyrim. How many times can they release? So the last like how many times? Ten years, yeah. Please. They've become a little bit of a, a meme, but um, and they're also known for like releasing these like buggy games every time. Uh, every time, but, it's a staple. Of, but like, they—it's really because they're making these massive games that yeah. there's no way, yeah, I, uh, I get it to foolproof them from these right. bugs. And but this, it seems like a lot when we play them. Like there's, oh my gosh, there's you know these I'm,
1: this this giant maybe fly at the yeah, moon.
0: Yeah, <laughs> but um,
1: it's like those little things that should have been, but you know ironed out. I think. Like yeah. the the bigger ones, like the flying to space. Mm-hmm. But, uh, I mean, yeah, you can't squash them all. I get it. It's fine. Yeah. But uh, Starfield.
0: But, yeah, so that's my number one pick. If it releases this year. So, I yeah. last episode we talked about, like, predictions for if Starfield is going to release. And I still think it is. Uh, I kind of think now it's going to come uh, kind of late this year. Probably during the holiday season. But I'm getting more nervous about that prediction because we haven't heard really anything yeah. And they, Microsoft claimed that they are going to do a separate uh, uh, showcase uh, this year for just Starfield, and they haven't even announced when that's going to be. Mm-hmm. And we're, uh, I mean, we're only two months the, into 2023, so yeah. I guess it's not that far into the year, but it's getting a little concerning now.
1: They showed their like gameplay trailer like last year, sometime in the summer, I think. Mm-hmm. Was it about then? Whatever the case, like I, I actually wasn't that impressed.
0: Yeah, the that summer showcase they did, yeah, was a little lackluster. Yeah, like um, like
1: for like for the the one thing that still sticks out in my mind is like they had like those little alien creatures walking across the ground. Yeah. Like in front of the in front of the player, but like mm-hmm. as it was moving about the ground, like it was so jaggy. <laughs> like it, it was it wasn't like smooth walking up back the hill. It would like there's only like six You know positions that creature can be, and it was up, 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 like super jaggy and just, you know, immersion breaking to me.
0: Yeah. Well, it was a very rocky terrain. (laughs) (laughs) It's just the fanboy in me defending. Well, and that's what what it is,
1: though. It's like you can only make it a terrain so smooth, like, that the you know a model can walk on. Mm -hmm. But I would I'd I'd expect it to be a little bit smoother than it was. Yeah. But that's that's so early. That's early development, so like I, I'm not, yeah. not, I'm not holding it against the game right now. Just something I noticed.
0: Yeah, and the things they've been, what they have released that uh, is going to be featured in the game have been pretty, uh, pretty crazy. You know, they've claimed like thousands of planets and kind Jesus. of this big open solar system to explore, and, uh, and they've. Oh god! How can you
1: fill the worlds with like me- anything meaningful? Like you have all these. Yeah. I'm pretty sure, like, they're procedural or whatever, maybe. But, like, it, it it's going to be so... It, well, I, I'm not saying... It is going, but, like, from, like, the gameplay... Or the, the trailers that they put out, like, the, the showcases, it just seems so, like, void of anything interesting.
0: Yeah. Yeah, that's a concern when it's they said a, that they are going to feature that many planets that it's are a, explorable. Yeah, it's
1: a, it's a quantity over quality type yeah. thing. I'm sure that, like, each planet's is going to have some things to do. But to say like, yeah, you can roam the whole planet. It's going to be like, there's nothing to do.
2: (laughs) Yeah. Um,
0: But yeah, I'm really hyped for Starfield and from what I've seen of it. And yeah, I still believe if it comes out this year, that it's going to be game of the year. So those are my predictions for game of the year uh, 2023.
1: Um, If I were to pick one, it's going to be Hogwarts for sure. Really? It's going to be between Starfield and Hogwarts in in my book.
0: Oh, wow. Yeah. All right. I'm
1: actually putting it up that high.
0: There we go. Unexpected. Right. Dylan's prediction for 2023 Hogwarts, Hogwarts. You heard it here first, yep. folks. You heard it here, J.K. Rowling. Yep. We'll you're see. Gonna, you're going to make even more money. <laughs> so we got some games coming out next month that I'm pretty excited for. So this segment of the show is... Uh, I'm going to talk about just some new releases. Um, not all the new releases that are coming out next month, but just the ones that interest me and uh, that have been on my radar uh, that I've been paying attention to. Uh, so one of the games coming out uh, is um, Wulong Fallen Dynasty. And I've been interested in this one because it's being called like a Souls-like game. And I was a big fan of the Dark Souls series.
1: <laughs> it looks like Dark Souls. <laughs>
0: yeah, but it's... Uh, it's faster. It's, yeah, it's an action adventure game with RPG elements. Um, takes place, uh, obviously, in uh, like a feudal kind of uh, Japan setting. Uh, but yeah, the combat's very similar to Dark Souls. You know, it has like wide uh, enemy variety types and um, so like difficult every- uh, encounters and is about like exploring and like overcoming obstacles and getting to the next part.
1: Yeah, it's already. Wait, like three times the the, the pace of uh, Dark Souls,
0: yeah. The combat is a lot faster, a lot like. Um, uh, I don't know if you ever played uh Bloodborne because that was another uh, yeah, like another Sony exclusive, yeah. but uh, Bloodborne had a much faster pace in combat. But this even looks faster than that, too. Something that was cool in this game when I was watching some gameplay of it, they were talking about um how they use like the checkpoint system in this game. And similar to like a Dark Souls game where you have these rest points that uh, unlock as checkpoints in the game, but uh, they have a a fortitude and morale system in this game where your character has a certain amount of fortitude and a certain amount of morale. And by defeating enemies, you gain morale. Um, And then by hitting these checkpoints, you uh, gain a certain amount of fortitude. And it kind of seems like that's kind of like their uh their version of like experience or currency in the game that you use to like level up and upgrade stuff and once you unlock a certain amount of fortitude uh you can't go below that hmm. so it's uh you know whereas like a a dark souls game you know you can lose all the experience that yeah. you're carrying uh when you die uh, was, uh, that so, a,
1: was that an npc companion with him
0: yeah so it has um it has npc companions that Uh, help you out in encounters pretty frequently. It's uh, in the gameplay that I watch that you could have NPCs uh, with you. So um, it seems like it's kind of like a a main part of the game is to have these companions with you uh, that you unlock. Uh, The game also has multiplayer too. So I think it also has cooperative multiplayer as well as these uh, NPC uh, companions that join you.
1: That's one thing I really wish that Dark Souls had. Is it more like, ma- is it like matchmaking or something like you just like invite to or, cause I know like Dark Souls, like you can put down like the, like the little what is it? The, the soap signs or whatever. this, And like you can summon people. You
0: yeah. You know what I'm talking about? Uh, yeah. Is, I it, is
1: it like that or is it like an actual like, hey, you know, come play the game with me?
0: Yeah. Uh, I think it's uh actual matchmaking. Cool. Um, if I remember from the video that I watched of it.
1: There was one time in Dark Souls where I was able to get my friend to <laughs> some of my friend, <laughs> like just by pure chance. Yeah. In Dark Souls one. Yeah. In Dark Souls. Oh 1.
0: yeah, because I didn't have any sort of matchmaking. It wasn't until Dark Souls two that they started incorporating ways that made it easier oh, to. I didn't, I didn't know that. To join games, yeah. Uh,
1: my yeah, one of my fondest memories was like we were in a party chat with my friend, and he's like, "Holy, holy, holy crap! I, I see your, I see your sign! I see your, I was like, "Oh, <laughs> let's do it." Yeah. Then we rode that as long as we could, and never happened again.
0: (laughs) Yeah, Uh, but yeah. So they have an actual like matchmaking, uh, I believe, for the multiplayer. Um, Yeah, that's coming out March third. So it's coming out in just uh, a week here. Yeah, Yeah. Uh, because we're on uh, what is it? February twenty fifth that we're recording this. Yeah. So it's coming out pretty soon. Um, Sadly, I don't think I'll get to play it right away. I'll probably because um, i'm trying to get through atomic hearts so yeah. but it's yeah, definitely less than a week yeah it's definitely added on my uh my uh, hope to play list hope to play. <laughs> <laughs> my, the wish list has a new meeting. <laughs> yeah.
1: I wish to play this
0: uh and then we also have the resident evil 4 remake one of my picks uh a for game, game, of game of the year. year um i'll check it out yeah, so like I said, I'm I'm not usually a huge fan of remakes, uh, but this one. But change the dynamic a lot. Yeah, this one. Um, I mean, I just feel so nostalgic over it because I played Resident Evil four uh, so many times uh, on the GameCube. Uh, it was definitely the probably the favorite in the series for me and for my uh, brother too. I remember we played. Uh, we'd just watch each other play it uh, all day. Yeah, and they've obviously they made like huge uh, visual enhancements to the game, but also there's some changes to the story, changes uh, to yeah, um, not like, major changes. I think uh, mostly yeah, <laughs> mostly the story is the same as the original, but they just made some slight changes to it, uh, and then uh, like the combat and uh, the inventory <laughs> and some other gameplay mechanics they've improved upon. Uh, so I'm really excited about this one, and I'll probably uh, give it a go. Um,
1: I will for sure. I'd, i never played. Yeah, I'd Resident say one.
0: if you've never played a Resident Evil game, 4 is definitely a great one to start with. What's cool about the Resident Evil series, I mean, they've really... That series is what kickstarted. I think, this whole kind of remaking um, kind of fad that's going on right now because of how well it's worked for that franchise, where mm-hmm. I think almost... All of the installments except for five, Resident Evil five and six, have been remade now. So you can you, wow. can re, you can you uh, can you can go through and play them all. Yeah, and go through and in, play them all now, and so like enhance better, better versions yeah. of the game. So More anyone
1: modernized and cl- not clunky anymore.
0: Yeah, and so it's anyone nice who get. like even if you weren't a fan maybe back then of the original ones, oh you can play God. these remakes now. And it uh, one of the criticisms when this game came out was that they moved away kind of from the horror genre that the resident evils one two and three had but just from like the gameplay footage i've seen of resident evil 4 remake um it definitely looks like it has some of those more uh horror game uh tones to it yeah so before the combat you know in resident evil games was kind of that fixed camera angle we were talking about earlier and then You just kind of had to shoot in a direction, and and it would hit the enemies. But this was the first game where they switched to like an over-the-shoulder view. And in the original Resident Evil Four, you couldn't uh, move and shoot, which was kind of awkward. So I remember that when when you would stop to aim, you would uh, stay still and you couldn't move. But now they've added that you can move while aiming down the sights. (laughs) Good. So yeah, and that one's coming out. I believe it was March twenty fourth. That one's coming uh, out so the end of March. God. So I might uh, get a chance to finish Atomic Hearts yeah, by maybe. the time that it releases. Yeah. Um, and then the last game that I was interested in was one that was uh, shown off at the 2022 Game Awards. Uh, it was uh, Crime Boss A. City, and oh, yeah. uh, they announced it by having um, they have a ton of like famous voice uh, famous actors like voicing characters and modeled after characters in this game. And it was, um, Michael, uh, oh gosh, I'm trying to think what his name is. Michael, I believe Medson is how it's pronounced. I, I got to look it up now. Cause it's going to bother yeah. me. But, uh, from reservoir dogs, Michael Myers, Michael Madsen from reservoir dogs. So oh. at the 2022 game awards, he came out on stage and did the uh, reveal trailer for this game. Um, so it was cool. Cause one, I uh, haven't seen him since Reservoir Dogs. Yeah. Um, and it was just super random that he, uh, he was out there on the stage. So it was like a little bit of a shock factor to it too. Uh, but have you ever seen Reservoir Dogs? No. The Quentin, it's a Quentin Tarantino movie. No, I haven't. Uh, well, he, uh, he plays as one of the, uh, um, it's like a heist movie. So he's one of the guys on the heist. But he, he has like this notable scene in the movie where he uh, tortures a cop. To the and he plays the song stuck in the middle with you. Yeah.
1: Okay. I I know that scene. Yeah. I've never seen the movie. But <laughs> yeah. So that, that scene that is scene. like super famous. It's iconic. He yeah. does.
0: Yeah. Um, so, anyways, he re- he did the reveal trailer for this game, and I guess he's in the <laughs> game too. But anyway, so I checked out the gameplay for it, and uh, it almost reminds me of uh, Payday. Oh yeah! Pay the, uh, payday Two was on consoles. I think Payday One was a Did PC exclusive. Did you
1: hear about the controversy around Payday Two? <laughs> when it first came out. No, was there controversy oh, yeah. around Payday Two?
0: Mm-hmm. What was it?
1: I, think, I can't remember. I just remember <laughs> people. Anyway. it wasn't that good of controversy. Yeah, then. If I can't, we can't remember, remember what it was. Yeah. yeah. I, mean, I think it's all done.
0: But yeah.
1: Anyway.
0: But yeah, it definitely gave me those vibes because uh, oh, yeah. in Payday Two, you know, you use a lot of stealth and uh, trying to like. Uh, you know, complete the heist. Uh, and there's like a variety of ways. So you didn't just use stealth and payday too. You could choose to like go in loud Dang, and looks, shoot up the whole place. This looks cool. Um, so yeah, it looked, uh, I mean, it, when I, the visuals look uh, like a little behind a little bit. I
1: still um, like
0: it. Yeah. I like the, but it has like a the
1: color.
0: Yeah. The lights and the, the animations and stuff are very bright and vibrant. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it looks like it's going to be like a fun, like co-op game. I'm not sure uh, how fun it'll be just to play through single player, but I mean that's the same with yeah. like Payday 2. I can't
1: play too many games by myself anymore anyway.
0: Yeah, <laughs>
1: like, um, games are more fun with my my friends.
0: In the gameplay that I watched though, it was a little concerning because the player uh, was kind of just following the the AI and like going uh, along with them, but it seems like you could just sprint past them. You know, obviously mm. the person doing the demo is trying to make it look a little more cinematic yeah. and stylish, uh, but yeah, it seems exactly. like you could just run through everything, um, just kind of speed run the level. But then when they got to like a uh, they got to like a major shootout, and it was kind of cool. It kind of reminds me a little bit too of just like those old school kind of mid two thousand games that we used to get a lot of on like the three sixty and PS three that were just like fun kind of just action fun. games, yeah. yeah.
1: I like, I like symbol
0: games. Um, yeah, and it was, um, so they had a, a shootout, and then it, they also had like a slow motion mechanic, and they were firing, and it reminded me a lot, too, of um, the fear games, where fear ooh, would go ooh, into that yeah. slow-mo uh, yeah. mode where you'd fire and you'd see like the gun smoke and yeah. all the everything, I, I all st- the papers and stuff flying. I do it. have those games physically. Oh, still. the fear ones? Yeah, yeah those all, were really cool. Super innovative games when they came oh, yeah. out but they aged yeah yeah not don't look as good now but i remember playing the first fear on 360 like renting it and playing it yeah and being just like blown away by the the physics and the visuals of the game mm-hmm. but yeah so it was giving me those uh, vibes too so yeah i'm not sure if i'll play this one but it definitely was interesting and just the cast was also super interesting yeah. that they had um like I said, they had Michael Nateson, uh, but they also had some other uh, big actors in it.
1: Yeah, as far as like the gameplay, it looks pretty basic. Yeah. Like the idea is not anything new.
0: Yeah, it looks like just... Uh, uh,
1: but, I mean, that doesn't mean these games are not fun.
0: Yeah. I oh, mean, yeah. like I said, sometimes just a simple game... Uh, goes a long way. Goes a long way, yeah. Especially like, when you play with other people. I mean, that's true of, like, any... Multiplayer games usually fun when you play with more people yeah, than a, by yourself. A
1: quick shout out to a fun, simple game that's multiplayer based is a uh, Chivalry.
0: Oh yeah, yeah, the medieval yeah. battle game, that game that's on cool. Game Pass yeah, too right now. It's so fun. Also, <laughs> it has like a Call of Duty uh, Man,
1: Last Stand last kind stand. of thing.
0: Yeah, where you go down with your I'm, handgun drawn. I'm
1: about it. it looks it looks fun.
0: Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's Rock City. I mean, the The reveal trailer was super interesting, um, you know, because it had like all these big name actors, and I thought it was going to be like some kind of like Grand Theft Auto clone or something like that, like an open world game. Um, but yeah, it's I'm like a, I'm about it. it. Looks fun. Yeah, it's like a co op uh, first person heist yeah. game. But yeah, I haven't seen them do too much else other than shoot people in the heist. So I don't know how complicated these yeah. uh, mechanics are in the heist. It seems like it's just a. Uh, clearing out waves of enemies.
1: Yeah, hopefully they're just trying to make it seem, you know, action-packed.
0: Yeah.
1: Oh, cool. I would have never heard of this without this podcast.
0: <laughs> hey, that's the goal, you know. Yeah. Um, any releases uh, that you're looking forward to next month?
1: Nothing's been on my radar. Um, the Kerbal Space Program 2 came out, or the Early Access came out you know, t- or yesterday, two days ago. That's really the only thing I was looking forward to. And I need to find a way to play it because I don't have a PC. <laughs> um. Let's, yeah, no, nothing on my radar. Not, mm. not on my head. No.
0: Well, a Kerbal Space Program can't be too high end. I feel like with a. Don't I've,
1: I've heard it's a uh, it's wrecking people's high end. Oh really? Yeah. Oh wow. PCs. All
0: right, never mind then. <laughs> All right, it's time for twenty questions video game character edition. Are you familiar with 20 questions, Dylan? I am. All right. So this is just the game, 20 questions. You ask a yes or no question, and uh, I give you an answer that's either yes, no, or I don't know. Or if I feel like uh, I need to, I might be a little bit more specific if I think a question might confuse you. But I'm going to try my best to answer yes or no to all your questions. And I tried to pick a character uh, that I think you would get. So I do try and... uh, it, no
1: curveballs. Yeah,
0: I try not to give some that are too out there, but this character might be a little bit challenging still.
1: I'm going to try my best.
0: All right, I wish you the best of luck. Give it the old college yeah. try. Yeah, and whenever you're ready, you can go ahead and ask your first question.
1: Okay. Is this character in a first-person shooter? No. Is this person in a RPG game?
0: Uh, depends on what you mean as RPG. Fantasy. Uh, it, no, not, I think in, not in the sense that you're talking about. No.
1: Okay. Ugh, shoot. <laughs> so no first person. Um, is this character a solid color? Yes. Okay. Is this character pink? No. Okay. I'm
0: just going to go through all the colors. <laughs> Strange that you're fixated on colors, I'll be honest. But yeah. keep going. It's, if you got a strategy, it's, it's a I'm going to let you keep going yeah. with it. So it is a solid color. Uh, Yeah.
1: I've already asked that. So is it okay to ask again? Can I always recap?
0: You can repeat a question, sure. Will I will count it against okay. you now.
1: <laughs> is this character an elemental character?
0: No. That's five questions.
1: Is this character a human? No. Is this character in the in the Nintendo universe? Yes. Is this character part of Mario? No. Is this character part of a fighting game? No. You said this character is not a human. Not a human. On the Nintendo platform. Yes. And a solid color. Yes. Not pink.
0: When you're when you're saying solid color, what do you? like they're one color
1: yeah like generally like they're on the same yeah like like for instance kirby that's a solid color
0: oh okay um then i would i think i would say no because they do have multiple colors to their appearance
1: is this character on the roster of smash bros no good (laughs) because i don't know any of them that's 10 shoot does this character have a gun type weapon yes does this character wear a suit of armor? No. Because I wanted to guess Sam Samus from the Metroid games. God
0: damn it! You've made some good progress here. I mean, you've narrowed down like a, a platform and developer. It's Indeed.
1: not in the is not in the Mario universe, right?
0: Not in the Mario universe.
1: That's all the characters in. <laughs> oh man, dude, I'm stumped. <laughs> is this character a boy? Yes. Is this character a monkey?
0: No. Damn it.
1: Damn it. Uh, well, I'm gonna set the bar pretty low for everyone else. Um, how many questions am I at?
0: You're at fourteen right now. So this next one, this next question will be fifteen that you ask.
1: A pivotal question. Yeah. Is this character part of the uh, Raven Rabbids?
0: No. That's fifteen.
1: Man, I feel stupid. Is it going to be really obvious?
0: Uh, I don't think it'll be really obvious, but I think you're going to kind of kick yourself in the butt when yeah. I tell you who it is.
1: I got four more questions?
0: Yeah, or five more. You yeah, five more questions. And then a guess.
1: I guess I'll just start asking questions to get to the end because I'm stumped. <laughs> uh,
0: that's the game.
1: Yeah, <laughs> that's 20 <laughs> questions. Is, he, is this character... Wait, did, I, did I, ask, I asked if it was a male, right? Boy, yeah, you did.
0: That was a no, it was a yes. Oh,
1: yes, is this character a pro- protagonist? Yes, was this a game before 2010?
0: Yes, Christ,
1: <laughs> damn it, that didn't want that answer. <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh, no,
1: I got three questions left.
0: Yeah, we're on. S- yeah,
1: said no armor. No armor. But they have a gun. Yes. And it's a boy. Yes. Was this an open world game? No. Does this character have pants? Jeans?
0: No. Most of the time. But I think they do appear with uh, pants on. Or shorts. Occasionally. Is
1: this character mute?
0: No that's question 20
1: yeah because i'm stumped I, I I just started asking questions because i have no idea <laughs> i, I no want to give a guess i have no guesses
0: don't you want to throw one out there just any nintendo character you know of
1: <laughs> i don't know anything outside of nintendo or like a mario i don't think i do um um i'd like i know like metroid games but we said no to that um dude i'm i don't know <laughs> I I really don't know. All right, I, yeah. I feel I'm gonna feel really stupid right now. Are you ready? Yeah.
0: It was conquer the squirrel.
1: That's Nintendo. Yeah. I thought that was on Xbox.
0: No, it was. Uh, well, it was made by Rare, and it was his first appearance was exclu- exclusive to Nintendo. I did not know. He that. did have a remake though that came out on Xbox.
1: I know. Like, yeah. Huh. I did not know that.
0: Yeah. Uh, his actual. It's so. One I know you've played Conquer Bad for a Day. Yeah, on the yeah. rare replay. And you played the remake. I and guess I, that did that did make it harder for you then.
1: Yeah, I've, I've only played. Yeah, I've only played a uh, Bad for a Day, on Ra- rare replay, but growing up, I only kn- knew of that one and only game, Dang. and I thought it was on Xbox.
0: You know, I thought about when you asked me when it came out, because um, I was obviously just referring to like his first appearance in a game. Uh, But I thought about saying that he also appeared in a remake, but darn, I I didn't. But that probably would have been a good hint to give you. Um, yeah. Conquer the Squirrel, super interesting character. So it was a Nintendo exclusive, but it was made by Rare, the game. Hmm. Um, His actual first appearance was in Diddy Kong Racing on the the Nintendo 64. Oh, wow. Yeah. Which uh, Did you ever play Diddy Kong Racing? No, I didn't. Uh, I played it a lot as a kid. I had it on Nintendo sixty four, and I didn't. I remember Conker being in there, but I didn't make the connection that it was the same Conker from mm-hmm. Bad Fur Day, um, and that's because they changed the character completely. So he was in Diddy Kong Racing, and then he had a standalone game um, in nineteen ninety nine for the Game Boy Color um, called like Conker's Pocket Tales. And, uh, Conker was, uh, like a kind, loving squirrel. And, um, at the 2003 E3, Nintendo showcased that they're making a standalone game, uh, called Conker's, like, Quest, and it got a lot of, uh, criticism for being, like, another kid's game. And uh, so they delayed the game and they decided to make it adult themed and catered it's... to adults so they changed Conker yeah. from this kind cuz it wasn't rated uh, M or something. Was it what?
1: Wasn't it rated M? Yeah, so they yeah.
0: changed so they scrapped the whole idea of Conker being this kind loving squirrel and they changed him into like an alcoholic uh, yeah. this the, from Conker's <laughs> Bad Fur yeah, Day from what I know, you know this Bad Fur this snide sarcastic like alcoholic yeah. squirrel. <laughs> <laughs> and no and change. He had a girlfriend in the Game Boy colored uh, game that he was in. And, yeah. And um. They changed her too. In the Nintendo 64, they turned her into like a adult film star. Yeah. As his girlfriend, and so they made it totally adult themed. That's and, crazy. Uh, and when Conker's Bad Fur Day uh, launched on Nintendo, it actually did not do that well at all. Uh, uh, it kind yeah. of it kind of flopped because one. Um, nintendo was still kind of majority of players were younger kids so yeah, yeah you can't sell it to kids <laughs> yeah. so it didn't it didn't sell well um and then but it gained a lot of popularity like after you know it like got a like a cult, cult following fall, yeah. And, yeah um but yeah it was super interesting i because i obviously i knew i thought conquer's bad fur day was his first uh, yeah, uh appearance I, I only
1: knew that and like I only played it on and Xbox. And
0: so when I looked him up and saw that he was in Diddy Kong Racing, I was like, I played that game so much, and I'd I had never made the connection that Conker... Huh. I remember the Squirrel character in Diddy Kong Racing. I never made the connection that's that awesome. that was the same character. Um, but yeah, I, I know you liked Conker's Bad Fur Day, so that's why I picked Conker. Yeah, but I that was a did, hard one. I
1: never did finish it. Yeah. <laughs> I played it on a Rare Replay up, up until a certain point, and then I, I hung it up.
0: Yeah, so maybe it wasn't the best pick for me, but <laughs> that's
1: alright.
0: Uh, At least I learned something new out of it. That was a hard, that was a harder one for yeah. sure. I don't know if I would have gotten that one if it, the rules were reversed. <laughs> <laughs> all right, well, even though you didn't get it, good game, Dylan. Maybe Thank next time you're on. Next time. Uh, yeah, I'll try and pick a character that. Uh,
1: I'll just have to expand my gaming
0: knowledge. Yeah. For yeah next time I'm here. Yeah. I don't know. I didn't I didn't you were a hard one to pick because I did a Halo character on the episode one. Yeah. And, uh, I would've <laughs> I would have crushed that one. I was like, I can't do back to back Halo characters. Yeah, I need no. to pick someone else so you're a big Halo fan too.
2: Yeah.
0: Um so yeah, maybe Conquer was a little too abstract. I think I just had one maybe memory of you mentioning that you were playing it, and so I thought, Oh, Conquer <laughs> will be a good character to give a bill.
1: I don't care. I yeah. learned something new. So
0: Yeah. But uh all right. Well I think that's a wrap for episode two. Episode two in the books. Yeah. Uh, any uh, shout outs or uh, anything you want to plug in here at the end of the episode? Mm, nope. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thanks for having me. Yeah, I appreciate you uh, spending your Saturday night to do this. Yeah, of I know course. It, was, uh, it was a bit lengthy. Uh, so, But thanks. I appreciate it, Dil. Appreciate Thank having you. you on. Hopefully, uh, you'll be back on again.
1: I'll be back here. Ready to give shout-outs and guess my, my <laughs> yeah. character
0: next time. Yeah. And who knows, maybe next time you come, we might get a, an actual surprise guest that pops on. And, Nintendo's and beloved yeah, CEO. Yeah, we might get another uh, CEO to, to hop on. Sweet. Uh, briefly. Uh, briefly. We'll see.
2: Hey, listen!
0: Thanks for joining our party this month. I hope you enjoyed the conversation. If you'd like to find out more information about the show or stay up to date on our latest episodes, you can follow us on our social media pages. You can find the details in the episode description as well as all the links to the articles we discussed for this episode. If you'd like to message me directly, you can email me at gatherpartypodcast at gmail.com. Episodes are released on the last Tuesday of every month. I hope you join us for next
2: month's episode. And remember, friends, it's only screen peeking if you get caught.